0: can you be quiet please thank you
1: welcome to pirate radio live there's local politics bud i want to shake
2: his hand i want to shake his hand i want to shake his hand was that supposed to be
3: funny get these clowns out of here
4: why would they do that
3: do you have any freaking game
1: dude it's cocky bunch man now live from the pirate radio studios in the heart of the pirate nation here is your host Clip Brock.
3: Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios, coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250 and 930, also online, pr927fm.com. And watch the show and be a part of the show today on YouTube and Facebook Live. You can subscribe to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube and check us out on facebook live as well what is on your mind on this thursday talk a lot of pirate football pirate hoops and more coming up on today's show got a great lineup of guests on today's program including kevin monroe color analyst for ecu football we'll talk to kevin about the birmingham bowl and everything else going on around pirate football at four o'clock also on today's program we will visit with the voice jeff charles get his thoughts on pirate hoops and pirate football we'll also talk to the voice of the coastal carolina chanticleers he is joe Cashin. he will join us on the show to give us a scouting report on the chance and also what is going on with grayson mccall the quarterback we'll talk about that with joe Cashin later on in today's program the big man on campus jeff nadu joining us as well to make some picks so we got a lot to do on this thursday we'll also open up 40 bowls in 14 days and also i should probably mention uh the treasure chest troy d will be opened up twice during this program one time in hour one one time in hour three shirley Rhodes is here chandler honeycutt to my left troy d what's up troy good to see you clip uh just trying to make it through a
5: rainy and was chilly day my worst weather in my top 10 we've gone back to back fully gray days oh, in east terrible. North carolina full-blown depression day i hate cold rain it is my number one worst weather in all the weather choices but uh, besides that i'm doing great clip good to hear good yeah. to hear Glad looking forward great. to talking to uh issue quarterback holt nailers which could be at least on prl for the final time this year and could it be for the final time as an ECU Pirate?
3: Could it be for the final time ever? Will Holden never talk to us again?
5: Well, I think he'll talk to us again, but it'll probably be next year.
3: <laughs> okay, All right. this could I be just it trying for this to build year. It up.
5: Yeah. Let's find out, Holton, How you doing, man? Let's go to the Pit Electric Live Line. Good to have you back with us. What's
6: up? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks. You're so for sentimental, us. Troy D.
5: I think about these things because a lot of times you don't think about these things, and then like it's happened, and you didn't realize. Damn, that was the last time that was going to happen. A lot of times it's with my kids and stuff.
3: So basically, things, Holden, things
5: will happen for the last time, and you don't realize they're the last time until they've already happened.
3: Holding one, one day, thirty years from now, you'll think about this conversation we're about to have and look back on it and say, "Man, I wish I could go back and do that again."
6: I will. You know, I'd, honestly, I probably will look back and wish I could go back to my college days. It was a great time and. Um, you know it is sad that it's over, but you know I'm excited for a new beginning as well. Troy, so well, you look
3: back to your college days and wish you'd go back every day. No doubt about it. <laughs>
5: Absolutely. Some say I've never left. Well, um, now I'll tell you this: I got a lot of Facebook memories pop up over the last month, Holton, and a lot of them were you in studio with a D.H. Conley uniform on as we were talking to you what was it, five, six years ago, now at this point, um, about your pending arrival to ECU. And I went back and I actually watched one of those shows. And it was kind of, I almost pulled some of the audio for today to play back, you know, Holton five years ago, Holton today, about what you hoped your career would be like. And I would say I think it's even exceeded what you thought it was going to be like.
6: Yeah, that's pretty cool. And, you know, I'll probably have to go back and watch one of those kind of when it's all said and done. Um, I, I, haven't done it recently, you know, I, I've, I mean, I've definitely kept the same goal since I got here and I had a goal coming in of, of trying to change program, get us back to, to bowl eligibility, get us back into season play. Um, and obviously we did that last two years. So yeah, I mean, I've had a great time here, you know, I love ECU, always love ECU. I mean, my family loves it too. And, um, you know, wherever I go from here on out, um, Greenville will always be home and ECU will always be home and I'll, I'll definitely wake my way back here, um, whenever I can.
3: Another thing on those memories, Troy, is looking back at previous bowl games for East Carolina. Liberty Bowls, uh, Beefo Brady's Bowl, r and Carriers, you name it. And those have been uh, a long time coming uh, to get back to one and play in one you guys made it last year holding we obviously know what happened there but uh eight years since east carolina participated in the bowl game nine years since east carolina won i know you're aware of these numbers you were aware of them when you came here and wanted to get this team back to their their bowl ways their winning ways and uh we've talked about it but uh, that's something that you miles the guys have to be really proud of
4: yeah
6: for sure and uh you know to win this last bowl game it kind of be like the last thing you know this class can can do and just another streak that we can break. So, um, that's definitely on our goal list. And you know, like I said, that's our the one thing on our mind right now is snapping that streak too and, and getting a win in the bowl game for the program.
5: Well, this is the first time we've talked to you since the announcement of uh, EC going to the Birmingham Bowl. What was your uh, reaction to it? I, I know a lot of the guys were hoping it would be maybe a warmer location, um, maybe a different opponent. What, now that uh, all the dust has settled, what do, you, what do you think about this? Kind of one last hurrah for you as quarterback for ECU. What do you think about this bowl? What do you think about the matchup and uh, what's in front of you here?
6: I think it's a great matchup. I mean, playing a local team like that in Coastal has a really proud program, obviously had a really good last couple of years. Um, it's, it's kind of a, been a turned into a national program these last couple of years and been in the national spotlight a good bit. So obviously, they're a really good football program with a really good um, you know team that they have there and a lot of players that you know are up in there if they're playing or not. And you know, hopefully, we get their best shot, just like you know they hope they probably get our best shot to have a good game in the bowl game. And uh, for the destination, I mean, who uh, who wouldn't want to spend Christmas in Birmingham? I'm, I'm thrilled
3: about it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Old Naylor saying all the right things yeah. in, a, in a tone. Uh, Holden, one of the big storylines uh, going into this bowl game, at least for you guys from a personnel standpoint, um, uh, somebody snapping you the ball different than the, the guy that's been doing it the last two years, Avery Jones, transfers to Illinois. So, Holden, who's been uh, handling the center duties, taking filling the shoes of Avery Jones?
6: Amson Ergel. So he's going to start at center. He's actually sitting right next to me in my passenger seat of my car right now on the way home from D.C. Um, So, yeah, he'll he'll be ready. Um, He's been backing up Avery all season and uh, obviously Avery wanted to get in the portal and find a new home, which, you know, we wish him all the best of luck at Illinois. So, Um, but yeah, we'll be we'll be ready to go when it when it comes game
4: time.
3: Aylers joining us. Holding anything? I mean, every whatever's left in the playbook's got to be opened up here. We saw in the last bowl win, Troy Shane Carden caught a touchdown pass, uh, I believe, from Cam Worthy. So you, you see some trick plays. Yeah. You see some things maybe you haven't seen. Some things that worked earlier in the year. You guys plan on just opening everything up here for this game?
6: Oh yeah, I'm definitely in Donnie's ear about it, trying to get me uh, a, a couple trick plays in there. So we'll have to see. You know, I don't want to. We don't want to spoil it, but, you know, hopefully we get it called. And, um, I mean, that's what the bowl game for is go out there and win. And, you know, anything that you got left in the playbook, you know, leave it on the field. You don't want to leave that game with anything left in the tank. Because, I mean, like, no matter what, that's the last game of the year. So, um, we're, we're going to call everything we have to, to win the game. And uh, if the situation comes right, to, to call some of the plays we've been practicing, uh, hopefully we'll get them called.
3: Oh, are you able with all the lingering injuries you've had this year and your career with this break? I mean, will you be healthier than you've been for this game like all season or is it still you still in pain? How's the layoff help you out health-wise for this thing?
6: Yeah, I mean, the pain is going to be there um and until it gets fixed. Um I can't go into more detail than that, but I mean, yeah, the the time off definitely helps. I mean, any time you can get away, I mean, if you got I mean, just some bruises or breaks or anything like that, I mean, any time away, um, you know, anytime rest on is definitely going to help. So um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, it probably will be the best I've felt, you know, in a couple of games now, just cause I mean, we do, we have had almost a month off in between these games. So yeah, you know, I'm, I'm hoping I feel good on game day and, if not, it ain't like I haven't played with it before, so I'll be ready to
5: go. And, Holton, uh, you know, it's not just this long weekend that you get. You got the week off kind of right after the season uh, before you started bowl practice. I think the bowl practice has been a little bit easier for the upperclassmen too. It seems like Coach Houston's taking a much different approach This month, you know, leading into the bowl game than he did last last year, leading into the bowl game where it was a lot of grinding, a lot of hard work, and not that you guys aren't working, but it seems like he at least has let off the gas a little bit and let you guys kind of rest and recover and and try and enjoy the moment some.
4: Yeah,
6: um, he definitely has. I mean, he's we're getting in what we need to get done, and and nothing, you know, too strenuous on our body, but we're still getting in the work that we need to. And um, obviously, I mean, last year was his first bowl game. As a, as a, you know, D1 coach because he came from F- FCS. So, um, you know, obviously, the more experience you get, or more experience anyone really gets, uh, the better they're going to be at it. So, you know, d- this year's schedule is definitely a lot better. Um, it's better on our bodies, and, and we're getting the work in that we need to get done, and you know, nothing more than that.
5: We'll be uh, down there. We'll catch up with you after the game. Obviously, it'll be a n- nice. Uh cherry on top to be able to finish and close out your career with a win and a bowl victory. Uh, let's take it after that because you've already graduated, as most people know. Uh, what's next for Holt? Once the bowl game's over and uh, you're done playing for ECU, what happens? Where do you go next?
6: Yeah, so uh, I'm going to go train in Mobile um, in the, for the off season and for the draft and all that and then kind of see where I get picked up from there. Um, there's a couple, I don't know my full – Timeline on that because I'm gonna need a surgery. Uh, I'm on my shoulder to, to get that fixed beforehand, which is a, a long recovery. So I just got a couple decisions to make with that, with my family and my agent, um, or my agent, and then my parents, obviously. So um, just gotta gotta figure out the timeline. You know, I, I know that I'm gonna be training in mobile at some point. I it just kind of depends when and when I get the surgery as well.
3: Oh, Naylor's joining us, Pit Electric live line holding. I'm looking for an article. Usually, I can find it by this time of the year. Of the uh, swag bag, the gift bags that you get at bowl games, do you know at all what uh, you'll be getting for going to the Birmingham Bowl?
6: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they, I think they told us they have a gift suite where, like, we get a certain amount of points and uh, pick kind of whatever we want. But other than that, I really haven't heard much from it. Um, I guess that's something that I guess we'll we'll see when we get down there.
5: I do know this clip. Uh, there's going to be some sweet gear that will be provided to the players. With the bowl logos
3: on it. Heck, yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves new gear. Yeah. So I can I can 100% confirm that. Have you got your military bowl gear in yet, Troy? Did you?
5: Um, no, I passed on that. Okay, all right. Just one. Um, I did see UBE is selling some, uh, actually quite briskly, by the way. I asked Chad today, I said, how's the Birmingham bowl gear going, which is spelled, they actually have East Carolina spelled correctly. Yeah, hold on. If that, you get a hoodie, make but... sure
3: it says East Carolina, not Eastern on it. Yeah. Um, I will. But, uh... <laughs> But he said it's
5: selling pretty good. But yeah, the team will get custom gear for uh, for themselves, and uh, it's going to look pretty sweet. I, I have confirmed with sources close to the situation that I, it's going to look really uh, really cool. Stuff that they're going to get that uh, East Carolina is is part of that
3: providing so,
5: awesome. But they'll get other stuff from the bowl too. Yeah. So
3: all right, I won't hold the pick a bowl game. You got anything before we go to forty bowls and fourteen? Uh,
5: we... Holden, anything you want to ask us before we let you go? Because you know, as I said. We're, we'll be talking to you again but i don't know when after the after the game you know like on this but uh anything you want to talk about
6: sure not really you know thank you for the support over the years you know if this is the last time that i'll be on for a while uh i certainly appreciate you guys and all you do for you know pirate nation and all that so just keep it up and you know we'll talk soon
3: all right well, holden before you go um we do this with our guest on the show during bowl season it's 40 bowls in 14 days and while i got you here i want you to pick one of the games uh, we're going to do the birmingham bowl coastal carolina versus east carolina but before we do we got to hit the intro let's play the country version because and, holden's and buddies with uh peyton winstead oh, yeah. and holden i want you to listen to this and maybe pass this along to peyton see if he wants me and chandler to open for him. and this just happened to be the bowl we were picking next correct No, oh, this was a setup. Oh man,
5: but sure, yeah. This uh, go along with me, Cliff. Wow, it just happened to land. I've only been talking about it
3: all week that we skipped over it, but yeah, we just happened to land on the. You fooled me. All right, right, uh, Shirley, hit the music, please, ma'am.
7: Forty bowls in fourteen days. Fourteen days. Fourteen days. Forty bowls in fourteen days. Oh my goodness. Forty bowls in fourteen days. Fourteen days. 14 days 40 balls in 14 days 14
3: days
7: 40
3: Get home, Chandler. Mama said 40 bowls, Papa said 14
8: days, Mama said 40 bowls,
3: Papa said 14 days, 40 bowls, 14 days, 40 bowls, and a 14 days. I said 40 bowls, and a 14 day, oh yeah, yeah.
5: Man. what I, I think i could get you guys an opening act gig in front of Mikel buck at the buck
3: yeah i mean that's pretty damn good we gotta you, take this show on the clowns. road that's really take, good that is a hit right there i like that i was kind of jamming to that i
8: want to get holton's thoughts holton, holton what do you think? think i like it i like it i thought i thought it was pretty good
3: yeah pass that along to Peyton. see it maybe he'll right. he could do a cover of it and uh and honor uh, as a tribute to us all right holton your game is the birmingham bowl it'll be tuesday december 27th on espn 645 kickoff protective stadium in birmingham alabama coastal carolina versus east carolina who you taking taking the pirates always all right the pirates are the pick holden uh do you know grayson mccall at all off the field quarterback of coastal
6: i do not yeah that's one of the few quarterbacks i don't know around here um i just haven't had the chance to meet him i know he's from charlotte at least i believe he's from charlotte um I know a couple guys who do know him, but, yeah, I don't
3: know him personally. Man, going to be uh, maybe some offensive fireworks between you two coming up. Yeah, and, Holton, I'm not asking this question for me. I
5: am asking it for some other people that they're just paranoid of just the way the college football world is right now. And if you could just go ahead and squelch the misinformation, is what I would call it, rumors some would say. But I've had a lot of people ask me, go, oh, is is Holton playing or is he going to opt out? And in this day and age, a lot of players do opt out. Yeah. you know can you go ahead and respond to that so people know what your situation is
6: yeah i'm playing the bowl game um i percent playing it's probably not the best idea for my body and like i said i i got it eventually get get surgery on my shoulder um which is a six month recovery so that's going to set me back at some point but yeah this bowl game means a lot to me and and obviously to my teammates so um i, I, w- I wouldn't miss it for the world
5: All right, there you have it. For folks that are worried, we'll see Holton one more time. He is playing and uh, literally putting his body on the line for this university. So, Holton, thank you for what you do, man. Uh, Congratulations on an incredible career. We'll get you back here in studio one of these days when things are a little calmer, and uh, we'll be tracking your your pro career next. So, good luck uh, in Birmingham, and we'll see you down there.
3: For sure. Thanks, guys. Go Pirates. Thanks, Holden. Holden Aylers joining us on the pitt Electric live line. He will be playing in the bowl game and he picked his team to win. East Carolina to knock off Coastal Carolina. Yeah. We'll get a uh, a scouting report on the Chanticleers coming up later on in the show with Joe Cash and Troy D. Kind of our first look at Coastal Carolina. This yeah, I look season. forward to hearing that. Yeah. I think that'll be pretty
5: cool. And uh, <laughs> once again, thanks to Holden, uh, Class Act. Not just, you know, personally been great to work with here at pirate radio for really before he even became a pirate you know we've been working with him since his dh conley days and um obviously great partnership with his dad as many people know well documented with uh with morgan and uh, his his work here at the station also um but man what a class act what a class i I cannot just say enough good things about hold nailers um you know if, if everybody conducted themselves like Holton does, this would be an amazing place, you know? No doubt.
3: No doubt. All right, uh, Troy D., I tell you what, um, we got to give away two prizes out of the treasure chest today. And we'll go ahead and clear the lines? I think yeah. we should go ahead and get it started with a bang. Shirley? Shirley, are you listening? <laughs> Hurry up, Shirley, before he goes and gets the bell. I'm going to get the bell. No, we got it. I can get the bell.
4: We're good.
5: The bell's only in my office.
3: We're good. You want me to bang the bell? No, no.
5: Ring the bell. All right. That's it. The, the treasure chest is open. Phone lines are open. 317-1250. 317-1250. How about this? You must be over 21. Uh, you must not have won or a family member have won anything in the treasure chest so far. And how about you live like somewhat local where you could actually use these prizes? Not being, you know, a winner out of state that has no interest in using this. Hey, shout
3: out Dick Steffens. Yeah. I'm a Dick Steffens I'm, guy. I'm
5: not saying it's stupid, but that's kind of stupid. Uh, how about you be local so you can use these sponsors and support their businesses too, even though we're giving it to you for free. If um, you meet those requirements, 317-1250, and we'll take, should we shake it up? Or you want to do call our 12? 12, all right. Queen B says 12, 12 it is. We'll be back with our winner right after this.
1: To our one of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit UniversityPCCare.com to learn more today. Now back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Grab your amigos and head to Chicos for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff.
3: All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live. Once again, I have a stellar attendance here working at Pirate Radio, showing up when I'm asked to. and Took half a day off Monday to take my wife and daughter to the airport, and while I was gone, Troy D. did an episode of the Press Box without me being here and took the guys to Chico's without me being here. <laughs> yeah, there. that's true. Just to rub uh, salt, margarita salt in the wound, Troy. fun to have you there. Thanks. Yeah, we should do a little lunch like that next time. You're I'm a big a, next time guy. Yeah. What well, about that time? Ha- that
5: time you weren't here. I know. A lot of times, though, our schedules, like you're working during lunch, you're doing interviews, doing different things. I'll have to schedule. I'd like to take you out to lunch one day, Clip.
3: Thanks, Troy. Can we schedule that? Let's do it. We. I think we need to schedule it, though. That's the key. <laughs> let's maybe sometime in uh 2023 yeah that i'll done. commit to that all right yeah i'd love to that's a nice 365 day plus what we got left window i'd right. like to go ahead and shut it down or close it down to, let's do it first quarter all right let's not wait the whole year sounds good let's do it
5: either january february march that's reasonable all right yeah I'm on i, I want you to hold me to that count me in yeah no I, that's that's reasonable all right we could have a little working lunch we could talk about the station whatever's on your mind you know, the i'm starting to regret this
3: <laughs> you know what i'm busy in 2023 <laughs> count me out all right uh we have a winner do we have the winner's name uh i forgot what Shirley told me
9: <laughs> tyler mace
3: Moore. how could you forget tyler mace Moore tyler mace Moore? not mace less mace Moore. mace Moore. tyler won a prize recently prior to the treasure chest i, I believe uh is that right tyler it is, yes, sir. Yeah, what'd you win recently?
10: Yeah, I got the uh, swag bag at the end of November with all the all the goodies. From-
5: yeah, like the last prize before
3: we opened up the treasure chest.
5: Beer and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah, Tyler, where are you calling us from?
3: Uh, Winston Salem. <sighs>
5: all right. Do you come to
10: Greenville often? I do. I do. I got down for the swag bag.
5: Oh okay, good. yeah. He picked okay. it up. All right, sorry. I had
10: already cleared that
3: with him. Oh, okay, all right, that's cool. I just you know. Yeah, that was a mean side. You. I know. College. I'm sorry. Yeah.
5: I, I, did that come out on the air? Yeah. Yes, it oh, did. Sorry. Yes, it did.
3: It fogged What's up this? all the windows in here.
5: These out of market listeners that then don't want to come pick up their prizes, it's a problem for me. But Tyler, that's not a problem for you, and I appreciate that. Yeah.
10: Well, so whatever you win,
5: <laughs> you're good at coming back down to Greenville, and getting it, and using it, right?
10: That's right. That's right. I mean, we got we got basketball going on, baseball coming up. Okay, there we go. There I, like go the, I like your attitude, Tyler. I like Tyler.
5: Not everybody has your attitude. I like that attitude. Good, all right, good stuff. What do you do, Tyler?
10: Uh, medical transport.
5: So, like, you drive an ambulance?
10: Medical transport work. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, we transport patients uh, to doctor's appointments, pick them up from the hospital, stuff like that. Oh, okay. That's awesome.
5: Yeah. Is so it may not be an ambulance all the time. It could be what do you, I guess a minivan.
11: Uh, to an extent, yeah, for a wheelchair.
5: Yeah, that's cool. Medical transport.
3: Did you? What's your uh, your tie to East Carolina? Did you uh, were you a student here?
10: I did. I graduated in 2011. All right, cool. What'd you graduate in? For a little bit, then moved to Raleigh, and now we're in Weston.
5: Like, how'd you? Get, like, what was your major? Just curious.
11: Public education. Okay. Or public health. Public health.
5: Sorry. How long have you been in medical transport?
10: I've been with North State Medical Transport Company
5: for eight years now. All right, cool. It's kind of a unique, unique job to it, helping people.
8: It is. It is. A very rewarding job.
5: All right. Uh, you guys have any interesting questions for, uh, for Tyler? Chandler, you want to chime in here?
8: Yeah, uh, Tyler, first of all, congratulations. And uh, my question is, what is the last movie you watched, and what is the next movie that you want to watch?
10: Actually, just got done with... Uh, lord of the rings battle of the five armies um next movie i don't know some pretty good movies coming out uh 65 with um i can't think of his name right now off the top of my head plays kylo ren in the star wars movie uh, oh yeah.
9: adam um
3: adam driver
9: yeah i think it's adam driver yeah
3: y'all into the new avatar movie at all I'll watch it when it comes on TV. I'm not going to go.
5: They say that's one you should see in a theater because of the way the, the incredible graphics are.
3: Hmm, 65 looks pretty interesting. Uh, I just saw it, an ad for the new Knives Out movie that's coming to Netflix very soon. I want to see that. What's it about? Not, it's like a, a murder, like a clue type murder mystery oh, okay. thing. Craig? Yeah, yeah. You didn't see the first Knives Out? Trilogy? I did not. Oh. Uh. Uh-uh. I must have been watching Andrew Banks. <laughs> hey, we all got our favorites. I think they're
5: coming out with that again soon.
3: It's got to come out, yeah. It's yeah, deep. I admit, I, I watch Chandler. It. You've been asking good questions. My question to you is, what website are you getting these from? No way, <laughs> yeah. no way. You're I'm coming not. up with these. You came up with that one on your own. Yes, that's good, man. I'm, I'm proud of you.
5: All right, I'll go to the Barbara Walters question, Tyler. If you were a tree, what type of tree would you be, and why? Uh, an oak tree,
10: good. ready and strong.
3: All two right. Chandler's in here now. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> uh Tyler, who is on your Mount Rushmore of East Carolina basketball? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> wow, what a curve a uh, plot twist at the end right there. <laughs> you mentioned basketball earlier, so do you I mean you gotta have some guys, right? Wow. Darius Morrow. Good call. Good one.
10: Um
3: Blake Kemp. Uh uh, you want your Maurice or you gonna put Blake up there?
10: I'm
3: sorry, more. <laughs> yeah, Blake Kemp's bas-
5: hey, I mean, As a basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> I can see you He's not even on, on my Mount Rushmore for football. <laughs> 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 All
3: right, Maurice, Darius, who else? At least not in my. Maybe he should have been a uh, point guard. Easy. Sorry. He did the best he could. Let's, All right, he had small hands.
10: With that? Um, it was a wet
3: Brock ball. Young. I was a big fan of Brock Young
10: when he, yeah. when was, he was a
3: around. great point guard. Mm-hmm.
10: Let's see. Oh, man. Come
3: on, I'll help you.
10: Akeem Richmond! Can we say yeah,
3: Akeem Rickman, can we say Dayton Gardner? You know? Is that is that That's, who, it's fine with me. He 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 played a lot of ball here. He my man um yeah. in the ninety
5: one season, the ninety three season. Um I I have to tell oh, you. Lester Lyons. Guys. Lester Lyons is
8: on mine. I love some lesser I'm 24 lines. i years old,
5: I was about to tell you. I, Go I got it. I didn't need y'all's help. I just had a slight brain fog. It's cold and, and rainy outside. Man, Give a me a break.
3: A former participant ha- of the tailgate zone at I'm, ha- I'm having a day, all right? Shirley, what's your question for Tyler?
9: Tyler, what is one thing that you have that you should throw out but haven't done?
10: do 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 yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was my Jeopardy man, oh,
10: sound. That's a that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, oh man, I don't know. I do not know.
3: That either means you are not a hoarder and don't, or you are a hoarder and don't, and you just think everything you have is valuable.
10: Everything
3: has its
5: purpose. Great point. That's the an answer uh, I'd no. probably give. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Craig That's making awesome. a good point. None of us said Blue Edwards. How can you not have Blue Edwards on your Mount
3: Rushmore? Because it's his personal Mount Rushmore. I'm asking for us. Like we didn't even. I say didn't give. Well, we we asked weren't Tyler. asked the question. Well, he can answer it wrong still. You're the only one that threw yours in. Nobody asked. And yours. you didn't
8: also. <laughs> you also didn't say Blue Edwards.
3: I didn't give a full
5: four. <laughs> I said Akeem Richmond and uh, Lester Lyons. I'm what? gonna throw Blue Edwards in there. So calm down,
3: Craig. That leaves me one to play with. All right, any more questions for Tyler? We'll get to Troy's favorite stuff later. Jeez, Tyler, we were, I
8: asked you a movie question. Do you go to movie theaters anymore, or do you just wait for it to come out on like one of these
3: streaming apps? You sounded aggressive when you asked. And what that. about a movie theater? Yeah.
10: Theaters. I haven't been to a movie theater in a long time. Uh, but yeah, mostly wait for the uh, movies to come out
11: on any of the streaming
10: platforms. I will say
5: the, the new theaters, though, are nice because they got the reclining chairs. Mm-hmm. You reserve your own spot. You don't have to get there super early. You know, it, it's, it's very comfortable to go see a movie in a theater now where it wasn't that way like 10 years ago.
3: That's a good question for people. What's the last movie you saw at a theater? I hadn't been in so long. I don't know if I could answer it. Yeah. It might be Captain Phillips. What I've been to a couple names? times
5: this year. So really? Yeah, the AMC. It's been a nice experience, <coughs> actually.
3: All right. Um, are we ready to give Tyler his prize?
5: Yeah. All right, Tyler. Here's what's left in the treasure chest, all right? Shirley, hit the music. Whereas as Dion would say, hit my music! Let me hit my theme music! Oh, man.
3: Hit my theme song. Um, Troy Prime.
9: <laughs> we normally don't do the song, do we? No,
5: go ahead. I'm going to run down the prizes. So give me a little atmosphere here. gift card from Bostick Sugg Furniture. 12 pizzas from Papa John's. $100 gift card from Familia. $100 gift card from Chico's. Uh, We still have the $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar MediSpot in play. We've got $100 cash and t-shirt from Sparky Snowballs. Uh, A Bud Light Fire pit cooler and tailgate chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Uh, The Pirate Fan gift basket from our friends at UBE. $100 $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's 30-minute stretch assessment and one-hour massage from Bodies and Balance. And the Buck gift basket. Boy, it's got a bunch of stuff. It's got $100 cash, $25 gift card to the Beach Tavern, two tickets to the New Year's Eve party at the Buck, uh, t-shirts, and an LA Rams Aaron Donald jersey. So, all that is still left in the chest, Tyler.
3: Who's your favorite NFL team? Panthers.
10: Keep uh, pounding.
5: Gotcha. All right. Keep pouting.
3: It's, the
10: race. it's Panthers and the Redskins, I grew up with a uh, Redskins family, but then when the Panthers came to uh, North Carolina, it kind of gravitated to that.
3: But I hear you so sell out. I never made the <laughs> but, switch.
5: No, nah, be true to who you are. A,
10: a split uh, family, I guess. So.
5: All right. Any items that you would love to have, like if you had your choice?
10: Uh, you know, they all sound good. Um, anything that I can do to patron the wonderful uh, sponsors of Pirate Radio, Good answer, Tom. Um, this is my fourth year, uh, you know, in a row now,
5: so not to toot my own horn. Oh, wow. I, winning in the I didn't treasure realize chests? that. God, I got to be honest with you. I was home the other day, Clip, and I was listening to you guys, and it was like in the five o'clock hour that you opened up the chest. So I said, I'm going to try and call and see. Not to win, but I just want to see how how hard it is. I've never called before. I probably tried 50 times. Couldn't even get the phone to ring.
3: Yeah.
5: Couldn't even get it to ring. Like, I just wanted to hear Shirley's voice and like just yell a noise at her when she answers you're
8: calling her number like, ah! well, could when you when you won and we say, where are you calling from you say greenville we go
3: <sighs> how close what side of greenville oh jeez. and someone did make a good point online on facebook uh, the first time ever somebody made a good point on craig
5: said there's no out of market uh you're worldwide now on the interwebs yeah, that's yeah true. it's true that's true that's a good point when people can listen to us anywhere and watch us anywhere all right uh Tyler, here's the deal. Tyler, a four-time champion. God, that's disgusting. Congratulations, though. I just, I feel bad for people like...
10: The Down East Wood Duck 2020 was $100 to AJ McMurphy's, and then last year was the uh, UBE. Uh, man. Get... man. But who's my man
5: wow. that call, tries to get win every year and he can't? Chad, Chad. Moore. Chad, I feel bad for Chad, man. Like, I'm pulling for Chad. Like, I want Chad to win, and I want to happen under my watch, like when I'm here one day.
8: By the way, when we hang up with uh, Tyler, there is another poem from Chad, which is nice. He had one yesterday.
5: Okay. Um, and we'll have another winner, so obviously Chad didn't win this time, but he'll have a chance to do it, what, in 5 o'clock hour? Yep. All right. <coughs> All right. It's good news, bad news. Good news is Tyler... You won a hundred dollar gift card to Jersey Mike's.
10: Nice. Congratulations. Is that when we come down to watch the basketball game?
5: Yes. That is just I've got to get that from my man Wes. So I don't have it in hand. I'll I'll be getting that for no. you.
3: <laughs> we're here. we're gonna send you an IOU. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So hang tight on that. And then you print, print out receipt. your rain You print out the uh, receipts. Mail those to us. I was us. supposed to meet up with Wes today. We, were,
5: we didn't get a chance to. So I'm gonna try and uh, collect that for you Friday. You know, you didn't so, have to mention. That. I know I didn't have to, but I feel like I need to be honest. <laughs> okay. I didn't want like I could have said, hey, we'll get it to you next week or whatever, which usually it takes a week. What, so that would have been honest. I know. But I just want him to know, hey, man, I'm
10: I'm working for you tomorrow to get your gift card. All right.
3: There you go. All
10: right, Tyler. I appreciate it, and I appreciate I, uh, everything you guys do on a daily basis. Keep it up. Thank you. All
3: right. We'll, we'll
5: be in touch with you on how you can collect that. And uh, Jersey Mike's going to Tyler Macemore. Thanks yeah, for listening, buddy. everybody likes.
7: Jersey Mike's.
3: Great prize for Tyler Macemore. How
5: about, and look, I had just texted, how about this, and he
8: wins today. Now, this is not Wes Hans.
3: No, no, no. This is what,
5: this I'm
8: getting the
3: subs. You said you wanted a two number Tyler.
5: So I'll work on this tomorrow. And when do you need them? I'm going to say, now I need it now. Tyler <laughs>
3: needs them now. If you could run it out
5: to Winston Salem, yeah. we'd appreciate hey, it. Wes Shepard, this has just moved up the uh, DEF CON chart, too. Good to go. Number, All right, number five here. So, but, yeah.
8: by the way, you just mentioned Chad Moore still looking for his first treasure chest win. On Twitter, he says, Well, it was that time again. I called and called and prayed amen. Then it happened, the phone rang, and my heart felt great. Only for tweeting Charles to tell me I was caller
3: eight. Man. Uh, Chad, not a winner, but has turned into a poet. And who didn't know it?
4: <laughs> hey!
3: Who didn't know it? Who
7: didn't know it?
3: Who didn't know it? <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll open up 40 Bowls in 14 Days with yes. Troy D. 80s version? Playing the Troy D version. God hey, bless you. Hey, that hey, Beautiful. Hey. Of the song, which uh, that is a very special treat. Shirley actually sang on that one, Troy. Oh, wow. Doesn't happen I, and a And you know, like, this is kind of a
5: hobby of mine. If you're doing some new ones next week, I'd love to offer my cameo services to you to be backup vocals for any other um, themes you would like to do. I want to do some more. I got to... Gotta think of I, these. Genres. You know, Purple Rain is a big. You know, uh, made my debut. At, well, uh, see, we. we no, t- no, no, no. I'm just saying that's where that's my. Forty bulls <laughs> and forty. Purple Rain was my thing for Free Boot Friday, but I'd love to help out here if I can. All right, well, well, I'll do whatever you need, Clip. All right, you
3: call the shots. You be the captain. I'll just be. I need a back. I'll just boat be rolling the boat, buddy. All right, that sounds good. Let's take a break. Come back. More to go. Hour one. Pirate Radio Live. After this.
1: to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by University PC care your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs visit universityPC care.com to learn more today now back to the show
9: welcome back University PC care has been pirate nations go-to IT expert since 2006 and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs let University PC care take care of it so you can take care of business visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip rock back
3: with you on a busy thursday edition of pirate radio live we've already talked to hold nailers we've already opened up the pirate radio treasure chest we'll do that again in hour three we still have to talk to kevin monroe the big man on campus jeff nadu the voice jeff charles also joe Cashin, uh play-by-play voice of coastal carolina will join us as well so we got a lot to do on today's program thanks for tuning in to pirate radio live we'll be here on friday we'll be here monday through thursday next week so still a lot of opportunities to win inside the holiday treasure chest hard to believe last
5: weekend before christmas coming up this weekend that's right wild stuff this year this week is really going by fast clip I was talking with my kids about that too. like for whatever reason this week it's been a complete blur It's flying by. Like, because really, by the time you get done with this show, you're almost into Friday. And then it's the weekend. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. It's just, I mean, but is it just me or is it has gone by as fast for you, too? It's felt pretty normal. Okay. Then maybe it's just me. Could be you. Could be. Anything else? (laughs) No, I was just saying.
3: Okay. (laughs) All right. You're hosting today. I hosted Monday. This is back to you, Clip. Back to me. All right. Let's look at the uh, Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuff. It's kind of like a tennis
5: match. If only one person hits the ball, though, it doesn't. It's not a good match. That's an ace. You got to go back and forth.
3: You got to have a. uh, You got to have a partner.
5: Nobody plays tennis by themselves.
3: Tonight on Amazon Prime and on Pirate Radio, San Francisco taking on Seattle. uh, Quarterback concerns for the Niners could be uh josh johnson starting who josh johnson you don't know who josh johnson is? uh chandler and i have both seen josh johnson play live i saw him play live in like 2010 or nine against uh when washington played tampa you saw him play for who uh he was playing for y'all for us he, he was against the, the Titans. he was a
8: starter for
3: the redskins
4: Where was at the time. college career for- uh
3: san diego so in two, from 08 to 11, Josh Johnson played for the Bucks. He was then on the 49ers, the Sacramento Mountain Lions. I don't know what that is. Wow, that's like a flag football team. The Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals, 49ers, Bengals, Damn. Jets, Colts, Bills. I'm only in 2015, Troy. Relax. Jeez. Ravens, Giants, Texans, Raiders, Redskins, San Diego Fleet from the AAF. Lions, the Los Angeles Wildcats. I don't know what that is. Niners, Jets, Ravens, Broncos, and he was signed by the Niners recently and could start tonight. That this is, is, a, this is what I would call a true journeyman. This is a the definition of a journeyman. Wow, don't buy, only
5: rent if you're that dude. <laughs> uh, but this is why I'm saying Holton Ehlers could have a good future because if a guy like this can make, I mean, he's been in it for over 10 years now. He's been in paid for page, even 15, almost 15, 15 years. I'm saying once Holton gets 100% healed and you get the right people around him, I'm telling you, he could be more successful than that guy. And look at the career that guy's had. Everybody, financially,
8: he's probably done pretty damn well. Everybody talks about Josh McCown and Ryan Fitzpatrick now, which they are, you know, some of the greatest journeymen of all time when it comes to the NFL. I feel like Josh Johnson is not talked about enough.
3: I'm Nobody like, has journeyed like Josh Johnson. I mean, that's
8: crazy. And now he gets this big break.
3: Well, one of one of the
5: thirty. What if he <laughs> becomes a star tonight?
3: It could happen. Or Brock Purdy might play. We'll see. Uh, but either way, they are a playoff team. Josh Johnson could be playing some playoff football. Geno Smith quarterbacking the uh, Seahawks. That's a big game tonight in the NFC West. Huge game for the Seahawks because with the Panthers
8: win on Sunday, that knocks them out of a playoff spot. So they're trying to claw their way back in. So They're, they're sniffing. They're loitering. Lord- yeah. so. Oh, uh, I.
5: God, this is scary. I thought about this last night. I don't know if it was a dream or I was just like daydreaming. You know, but, I don't want to know. But I, y- y'all crept into my sub- subconscious. Oh, thanks. And it was like you were doing a bit talking about in the hunt, mm-hmm. and then y'all were joking around about how ESPN is now calling it sniffing around. Mm-hmm. And I was actually on the show, and I said, you know what, just to simplify things, they've come up with a new term at ESPN, and it's they're just going to call it um, God, Hold on. <laughs> it was a dream. It was hold on. It was uh, sniffing the hunt or in the sniff. It was one of those two. Th- this was a dream. This was a dream I had.
8: Oh, I thought this was. I thought you said it was a thought.
5: No, like, no, it was like, like a dream. I was. I was in a dream, and we were. Uh, but it was combining in the hunt and sniffing around. In the sniff. In the sniff. That's what it was. That's what it was. Clip. God, were you in my dream? Uh, apparently, I was. Uh, in the sniff. Is that what you said? Uh yes. Yes. That was what they're gonna, it down. Yeah. So yeah, I do So now teams that are on the bubble will be known as in the sniff.
8: Oh
3: my gosh. I have dreams about pirate radio and every time I do, I'm a lot of the times I'm the producer and the computer doesn't work uh, sometimes I'm the host and I haven't prepared for the show. it's kind of like the showing up to school and like, right, your homework's not done yeah or you don't, don't have any yeah. pants on. you don't That's know where your classes had. are yeah. I have that one still but I have pirate radio dreams where I'm unprepared to do a show and like don't know what to do yeah and no, I woke up
5: in the middle of the night and that was I remember the dream was like talking about in the hunt and sniffing around and we joked about in the sniff are you having like deja vu right yes now? very much you're so. like living out now your I'm dream. in the now I'm on the show talking about those very things that's that crazy. I dreamed about. It's crazy. Man. So maybe it, I manifested that into reality.
3: That is wild stuff. Weird, wild stuff. All right, Troy, uh, let's go 40 bowls in 14 days. I think I days. have better dreams of that clip,
5: but I'm sorry to report I don't.
3: Yeah, that's pretty lame. <laughs> that is very lame. All right, uh, Shirley Rhodes, hit the Troy D. 80s edition oh, of 40 it. Bowls in 14 Days. Standing. 40 Bowls in 14
7: Days, 14 Days, 14 Days, 40 Bowls in 14 Days, oh my goodness. 40 Bowls in 14 Days, 14 Days, 14 Days, 40 Bowls in 14 Days, 14 Days day, day ay, ay. Ooh, 40 bowls in 14 days 40, 40 bowls, bowls in a 14 days days 40 bowls in 14, 14 days.
4: Forty bowls in a in
8: fourteen
4: days,
7: forty,
8: 40 bowls
7: in 14 days.
9: 40,
7: in fourteen days, forty bowls 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 in fourteen days. 40 bulls in 14 days. 40 bulls in 14 days. 40 bulls in 14 days.
5: I'd like the extended mix of that clip. Can you not cut them off next time? Yeah, not bad. God, that just puts me in a good mood right there. Isn't it amazing how music can just change your whole mu- m- mood?
8: Yeah. I R- hate that it ended so abruptly because I feel like me and Shirley were about to like- all about, about to- We, we were about I know. to bring the house down. God,
3: yeah. that was great. You got to give the people, leave the people want more though. As I said yesterday, probably the best song you've ever done. <clears throat> I, it took a lot. I I spent. Uh, I was up all night writing that song. It was song. incredible.
5: So, sometimes the simplicity is what makes it beautiful.
3: Yeah. You know, Troy, uh, The Spirit of Radio by Rush, great song. It says the magic music makes your morning mood. Wow. Your words there reminded me of that. That's awesome. Because music yeah. does, it can lift you up. Sometimes if you're in a, a sad mood, you want to hear a sad song. Yeah. If you want to get in the Christmas spirit, you listen to Christmas True. music. Don't you? To get hyped I, up, you listen to like some rap or I some I was down hard at UBE rock.
5: today talking to Chad from UBE, and he was, uh, they're shipping out items like crazy, as you can imagine, for Christmas from PirateWare.com. Free plug. And he had Christmas music blasting on the speakers down there, like on his computer. It was kind of festive. Mm -hmm. All the gifts going out, the Christmas music, it was making me feel a little festive there. Music can change your whole mood. Your whole outlook. Or it can bring back a memory. It always brings back a memory. Because you'll be like, oh, I remember that from what I was doing in high school when that song was popular. Or college. Or last week. Same thing with smells. Definitely. Sometimes the smell can take you back. I remember walking into my kid's... um, uh, middle school, and it and, I, mm-hmm. and it brought back a memory of my middle school. I think mm-hmm. I guess there's certain middle schools that just have that unique smell. You know, I'm not even saying it's bad, but it's that
3: middle school school smell. I got you sniffing around <laughs> in the sniff. Took me right back to seventh grade. Conan says, "Oh my God, this is glorious!" As a Gen Xer, thank you for this. See, we just made his mood. Yeah,
5: there's a, and there's a lot of and I am proudly a Gen Xer. Why are you proud? Because I think our generation is a great generation, the Gen X generation, and I feel there's a lot of Gen Xers that listen to this show that can identify with me and um, what I like because they like the same thing, mm-hmm. and it's maybe the younger generations that can't or want to mock it.
4: <laughs> so it's I feel God, like you I re-
5: sound old. I represent Gen X nation here. These damn kids. So I I would just like to say thank you for your support, Gen
3: X fellow Gen Xers. All right. Shout yeah. out to you. What am I? Am I I'm Gen X? Uh,
5: you might be a millennial, my friend. Although, you're, uh, what, is there something in between Gen X and millennial? I got a good... Hey, I don't know. I'm just a... Google yeah, that up. I'm just a dude. You might be a millennial. You could be on the outer edge of Gen X. You might be a millennial. Check that out my new I, You
3: might be a younger Gen Xer. I got a new Jeff Foxworthy type CD you, coming you out. You could be a Gen Xer. I could be. forty now? Uh, 41 Oh, wow. 41. All right, Troy, your game is uh, a game you're familiar with, a bowl game you have attended in the past. Well, I've attended the Peach Bowl, as uh,
5: some folks may or may not know. It is not that one. Uh, I have attended the Birmingham Bowl before, which we've already picked. It's not that one. I have attended um, the Beef O'Brady's Bowl, which is now – something reincarnated in tampa and st pete
3: bryce williams two-time defo brady's bowl champion but it is not that one i have attended
5: um god what is the other mobile bowl down in
3: mobile alabama troy i hate to report it is not that one (laughs) i have attended the military bowl unbelievably it's not that one (laughs) this is not a joke i know will you remember that this bowl I have. I'm trying to think of all the bowls I've gone to. Um, you've been to 40 bowls in 14 I know. days. Uh, it is not the GalleryFurniture.com. I have bowl. been to that one. <laughs> I have been to that one. All right, uh, the, in Houston, don't Texas. Don't say it, I was going to say, was it the? Don't say it. Don't let him. Let him...
5: G- give me a hint. I'm running out of bowls that I can think of. Oh, this man. is
3: great that you've named all the... those and really don't know. Just this think one? of all, all the EC bowl games we've. I made. know.
5: Uh, what am I leaving out? Did we win it? We probably didn't win it.
8: Uh, we have won this. Oh,
5: game. oh, I know I, the one. Um, well, no, I said Mobile. We played TCU, and
3: um, we've won and lost. Oh boy, Jeez.
8: that's crazy. Give me the state that it's I figured
3: in. you'd go with this one no. first. Give me the state. That's too easy. <laughs> that's, that's too easy. Come on, Troy. We believe in you. <laughs> we believe. I, I
8: said Peach Bowl. <laughs> we,
3: we don't believe in you that much. Yeah. Wait, all right. So there was another bowl in <clears throat> Georgia where making
8: can i
3: yeah you can say give me Can me I get a, a hint yeah
8: we don't well uh, when we do the treasure chest we don't want it we don't want you to get that damn veil out
3: okay
5: that's...
3: oh
8: the liberty bowl
5: they... yeah god i've been there a hundred times in memphis <laughs> i know yeah how did i forget that
3: one that yeah. is crazy god that's right the liberty bowl the liberty bowl yeah
5: golly i can't believe that was a that's been some great experiences there
3: not only have you been there troy you've been there and seen this team play in the liberty bowl arkansas yes i have interviewed their coach uh bobby p yep uh motorcycle man yeah wow oh wow yeah troy doesn't like him they had an incident we did have an incident after the game
8: clip do you remember oh really yeah well i
5: i just
3: asked a legit
5: question he didn't like it um got all nasty with he seems like
8: one of those guys but it was
5: the quote that the national media picked up on him used in all their articles
8: wow uh do you remember the quarterback clip i'm sure you do but the quarterback for arkansas in that bowl game
3: i do and i bring one of these everywhere i go in the trunk of my car a mallet
8: oh wow that's scary
3: ryan mallet ryan mallet yeah well done troy All right, uh, they will be playing a surprise team from this year, Troy, from the Ashes, the Kansas Jayhawks. Um,
8: I will
5: say this, the Liberty Bowl, as far as um, a bowl festivities, now it's freezing cold in Memphis every time we're there for whatever reason. I mean, it is absolutely like Alaska cold, but I always had a good time there. Like it was always a fun bowl to attend.
3: I remember on Pirate Radio, y'all would always talk to uh, Silky. Silky O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan.
5: Yep. Yeah. He was quite the character. Rest in peace, Silky. Yeah. Um, and, and Silky was one of those guys that I met the first time, even predating Pirate Radio. Um, I remember him contacting me and actually reaching out to Pirate fans and came, did a marketing trip to Greenville just to promote Silky O'Sullivan's as the home of ECU. That's pretty cool. And rally support. So I kind of took them under my wing, showed them around town, got them on some media exposure, and uh, we were, you know. I am right in since. saying they won. Didn't they beat um, well, we lost Stanford? At, yes. We lo- the year before, we played Illinois and lost like 30 to nothing. Yeah. Got back the next year and beat Stanford. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
8: I have a trivia question.
5: <laughs> and then we had back-to-back or close back-to-back year or back-to-back times we played SEC teams that I had heartbreakers. Yeah. yeah. Those were tough what's your question
8: uh what's a uh, professional sports owner will be cheering on the Razorbacks because he was an alumni there
5: oh that's easy Jerry Jones he loves him some glory hole from his Razorback I, and days. there it
3: was <laughs> hit it Shirley right. I
12: can't tell you how many times in my life
3: this is like music when I have had good it mood. handed
12: to me in a lot of different ways but I went back to work got up on Monday morning and there it was Glory hole. Oh. Right there in the middle. His right there. there. the 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 the
5: the the glory hole day started in college, I think, too. Yeah. He was a glory hole Razorback.
8: What professional golfer will be cheering on the Razorbacks because he was an alumni? Right? I am
5: going to say John Daly. And you are going to be correct. Two for
3: two, two, for wow. two Troy awesome. D. Know your alums.
5: Know your alums. I would say something
3: What from Kansas, former ECU head basketball coach will be rooting on the Jayhawks in the bowl game? Well, that would be... Joe Dooley. Oh, yeah. Three All for
7: right.
4: three. Who
3: are you picking in the, to win this game? Uh, this is um, Kansas versus Arkansas. Yep. <sighs> Arkansas versus Kansas. I, uh, why is Kansas not pronounced Kinsall? Anybody ever thought of that? Let me, Let me see it. Think about it.
5: Kansas. Or should it be Kansas?
3: Well, why? Oh, Should it be Arkansas then? Arkansas. <laughs> Versus Kansas. Arkansas.
5: I'm down with that. Or either
3: Arkansas versus Kansas.
5: I like uh, Arkansas versus Kansas. All right. Which sass are you going with? Don't I, sass
3: me. I am going to
5: sass you because I am taking Arkansas. All right. I'm not going against the SEC in this bowl game. Sam Pittman and Arkansas. Yeah, and let me tell you something. Uh, I've interacted with their fan base before. Unbelievable. Fan, like, fan base did, of these people
3: did they now. do the chant in the stand oh
5: they did everything
8: they did everything
5: they took over that place their fan base is enormous their media following is enormous i guess there's nothing else in arkansas quite honestly <laughs> so i don't blame them uh but they fought th- there are not pro teams that have this amount of coverage and this amount of fans it was
3: unbelievable how big their support base is i believe i have a trivia question i think it was i didn't go to these bowl games but i think i remember this um who sang at one of the halftime shows at the liberty bowl Troy? god god i would have no idea i don't so, think I've ever
5: been in my seat at a halftime
3: eddie money played at one of them do you remember that at all
5: you know what now that you mention that
3: was that one of the liberty bowls you think it
5: might have been or I, what, it would
3: have been military does, i think it was liberty
5: it does kind of ring a bell now that you mention it
3: yeah have you ever seen a well you've been to a super bowl too you yeah. saw uh janet jackson's boob yeah and the, in fact they um before
5: the super bowl that year it was in houston they put on a free concert next door in the astrodome which is still there um so we went to the astrodome and saw um God, what was the 80s group the guy oh, i wear my sunglasses at night Mm. Corey hart no 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 okay it wasn't him it was uh <laughs> that's not the guy uh it was eddie van halen no
9: eddie Ed... and the crusaders no eddie vetter oh
3: shoot who was it
5: was uh god i'm gonna have to think of it. eddie
3: nichols is a cousin of mine. maybe it wasn't eddie it was a fa- one of those famous 80s bands Whoopi goldberg played in the movie called eddie um i can see his face eddie singleton's you see his face. Cousin's <laughs> face you
9: don't know what song he sang I'm
5: th- i gotta th- i just went blank on it um eddie house played no. at arizona state you know what's gonna happen eddie money was that it what song uh, we had it?
3: just talked about wait, wait, wait what song Mouse? did eddie money play uh, t- uh,
5: take, me home t- tonight. take
9: me
7: home tonight
5: is he two tickets to uh, paradise he, he is
9: also two it. tickets uh, to uh, paradise eddie money
5: played as he died Wait, man. Did he wait, die? Wait, wait,
3: wait, wait. The
5: guy I saw died recently. Okay,
3: we we had just brought him up because I he played at the half I know, but actually You're saying he played at both events? He played pregame Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. All right. Are you sure you're not just thinking I, of him because I we could just be talked about getting him in five confused. seconds? I'll ago? find
5: uh, um Ellerby was with me. I'll ask Ellerby. He probably has a better memory than I do. Eddie Monster. Um but we went and saw a concert in the in the astrodome before.
3: so halftime of the patriots bear super bowl were they still doing like bands and stuff or did they have an act i can google that up and find out because halftime I, I don't know
5: i was young know, i was back then i was like 14 i don't remember you halftime. should have said
3: you were like six or something
8: by the way eddie money is dead
5: mm. yeah it might have been him
8: he died in
3: 2019 the re- the uh referee for that super bowl was red Cashin. He was famous for the first down. Is he
8: related to the
3: guest we're going to have on in the what, 5 o'clock hour? It's a great question. What was he famous for again? First down. They would put it in Madden, <laughs> the Madden video games early on.
4: Yeah. First
3: down. <laughs> Red Cashin. Yeah. Um, Is that rough that's jacked? Like it makes.
5: Uh, the They're Hock- all jacked. The Ed Hockley guy say, looked like a wimp.
3: Ed Hockley
5: started a trend. God, these guys are like jacked, like super ripped, like refs. Hockley's like
8: son
3: now does it. I'm like, damn, are these guys players or are they refs? Uh, when Marcellus performed the national anthem at the Super Bowl you were at, Troy. Oh, uh, that's cool. Bart Starr uh, was at the coin toss, and yeah, they were still doing like bands, up with the people. Up with people. Up with people. Up with people, yeah. Yeah, they were, see, they
5: had the contract for the longest time. For the halftime entertainment with the nfl it was up with people In this fact, is, oh, ecu's alum tommy spalding that many people would know that that are listening used to work with up with people before he branched off on his own how about that yeah
3: um troy this is a troy d question we gotta go we gotta take a break i know how much was the cost of a 30 second commercial in 1985 For the Super Bowl, that game was played nineteen eighty six January. How much was the cost of a thirty second commercial back then? I'd say probably thirty grand. This says five hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. Where is yeah, like half of oh wow half a million yeah yeah Yeah, that's a lot. Nowadays it's nowadays I think it's
5: I want to say three to five million yeah. Yeah, I remember the first year it got to a million. I was like, wow, that's a lot. I don't know if it'll ever get higher For than that. 30 seconds. Now they're like, th- I swear, I think it's like 3 million. Of course, that company that did that one with Tom Brady last year, remember that real kind of cool, like that? If FTX, oh, it was uh, the, Larry
3: David. Yeah, he others. had all
5: the celebrities in it. Yeah. That company now has gone belly up, bankrupt. It's been a fraud case, and the guy's been, the CEO now has been arrested in the Bahamas. Oh, my God. People have lost millions, if not billions of dollars. And they're saying, I read an article this morning saying the Super Bowl ad was paid for illegally through investors' money.
3: That- did Brett Favre have anything to do with it?
5: Oh. And I thought it was one of the cooler ads. The ad was really cool. Yeah. But the whole thing was, uh, they're saying it was like a Bernie Madoff
3: deal. Yep. It was a scam. But even
5: more so because he was so high profile about it. You know, Bernie Madoff never did a Super Bowl ad. The gall of this guy. The
3: gall. The gall. Troy, we'll talk to you Monday. Sounds good, Clipper. Enjoy, Enjoy yourself. It. Thank you very much. Fun hour plus. Uh we'll take a break, come back, busy hour two of Pirate Radio Live. Kevin Monroe joins us on the other side of this timeout.
1: You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaSpa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show.
9: Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years and you can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for Pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UVE. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Thank you, you, Shirley. Chandler Honeycutt here. Hour 2, Pirate Radio Live. Let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to Kevin Monroe. He joins us today on Pirate Radio Live. Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm
13: doing good, Clip. Hope you
3: are. Yes, sir. Doing well and uh, I guess getting ready for some bowls. Uh, They begin on Friday. Kevin, out of the 40-plus bowl games going on this year. I know you'll watch one in its entirety for sure, East Carolina and Coastal Carolina and the Birmingham Bowl. But how many, I guess at least a piece of a bowl, how many bowl games do you think you'll watch uh, out of the, I think, 41 bowls this year?
13: I definitely will watch all of the playoff games, yeah. playoff bowl games. Um, and I will probably watch the majority of the games that kind of come on in that couple-day span around New Year's. Uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, kind that of that's always fun to do because you're home, you know, you're out of work and you get a chance to just sit there and kind of watch bowl games all day. So I'll definitely watch those. I don't know how many of the earlier day games I'll watch that kind of start here in the next couple of days. Um, but but anytime there's a good football game on uh, with two two good competitive teams I like to watch. My wife and I, I uh, have been a lot, big into Christmas movies lately, so it's pretty much every night we're watching Christmas movies, which is pretty fun. <laughs> but I think I'll sneak in some, some, some bowl games.
3: you have any, like, uh, I mean, they're all, we've seen them all at this point. Any, like, under-the-radar Christmas movies you like or you could you could tell us?
13: Well, honestly, I, li- I like well, I like the newer ones when they, you know, Netflix will come out with a new one or Amazon Prime. I'll just check that out because it's something you've not seen before and, and, and they always got a different little spin on it. Uh, but you know the the Santa Claus and the Christmas Chronicles and the Home Alone and the Elves, You know we definitely get in all those as well. Uh, but I like to see what newer ones. I'm I'm not as big on like the Hallmark ones because they're always so cheesy and with bad acting. Uh, <laughs> if if you can get a movie with some good actors in it, it's about Christmas. I'm usually here.
3: Kevin. You're just a holiday guy. We know you're Mr. Halloween. Uh, you're you're into Christmas. You're just you like the holidays. I guess right.
13: I do man. I do
3: man. <laughs> Good stuff. Kevin Monroe joining us. Kevin, uh we are kind of going through the waters here of the NIL with uncertainty and, and and transfer portal and all that and this new world that we live in and we we see new stuff every day. This is uh I think this is a new one to me, a player entering the transfer portal, but He's going to play one final game with this team, uh, Grayson McCall. You wonder if this is a, a start to a trend or this is a one-off, but uh, some news coming out earlier this week, Grayson McCall will transfer from Coastal Carolina, but plans on playing in the bowl game uh, with his teammates. So, well, What's your take on that?
13: I think it's interesting. Um, I, I think you kind of get blackballed a little bit when you enter the transfer portal, and so guys kind of are like, well, if you don't want to be with us, we don't want you around. Uh, obviously, they want to win this game, and he gives them the best chance to do that. So I don't think he'll get too much blowback, uh, but I don't I don't expect that to be a norm. You know, it's one thing if you're going to go to the NFL uh, and you say I'm going to play in this bowl game, uh, but not not just I'm going to transfer to a different school. I, I don't love that look. Uh, it's almost like if you've got one foot out the door, go ahead and go ahead and put two out the door instead of just hanging around. Uh, so I don't think it'll be a trend, um, and I'm surprised that he's you know. So, so to play in that game. Like I said, they
3: want to win. Yeah, I've had this discussion too, Kevin. I haven't been in a locker room like you have, so you can speak to it. But I feel like the blowback certainly comes from the fans. And like for, I've used this example: Avery Jones uh, transferring from East Carolina to Illinois will not play in the bowl game for the Pirates. And I see Rajay Harris and his teammates saying, you know, good luck, brother. You know, stuff like that, giving him uh regards as he heads out and and the fans kind of get on him and say you're a quitter and all that but do you think there's some of that in the locker room as well where guys are like hey what where are you going we got another game you know i, I feel like it's more fans than players but i don't know it sounds like you think that that the the teammates might feel that way too
13: yeah i think it's some of both i, I think it's got to be a legit deal right if a, if a kid loses leaves east carolina and goes to louisiana lafayette or you know, some you know somewhere in conference, then that, that's problematic because what you're saying is, I just don't like this school, I don't like this coach, I don't like this program. I'm going to go to somewhere where it's not a step up, and and I just want to play football. But you know, if Avery Jones is going to the Big Ten and now he's a part of a Power Five conference, it's it's hard to get mad at that. Um, you'd like to see kids hang around and stick it out, especially if they're starters. Um, but if a kid giving himself a better a better opportunity to get in the NFL one day. Then his teammates are going to respect that. The coaches don't have to like it. The fans don't have to like it. But I just want to see—I want to see a guy taking a step forward to a power five school if, if he's going to leave here. I don't—I don't want to see any kind of lateral transition.
3: Kevin Monroe joining us. Something we've seen uh, throughout the years. Kevin is—is his is kids decommitting, uh, committing to a school, and then uh, a bigger school, quote unquote, will come after him. We've seen that a lot this off season for East Carolina, a lot of decommits. Now, at the same time, Mike Houston is still going after kids that have committed to other schools. So it's it's happening everywhere. East Carolina's not the only one that's had decommits, but there has been a rash of them this year, Kevin. And you kind of wonder, is it, uh, is it NIL? Is it teams going after five stars and they couldn't get them? So now they have to go after uh, players that East Carolina has recruited and has committed. But that has happened uh, several times here over the last couple
13: weeks. So I have a bit of a soft spot for that because I think what happens is is that schools can only recruit so many players at certain positions, right? Because if you recruit one quarterback and then you go and recruit three more, you're going to lose the one that you got. And so they have to be very careful. And so if a quarterback, let's just say, you know, I was in a situation where when I was coming out, Carolina recruited me, but they never offered me. And they told me straight up, you are on our wait and see list. And basically they were saying – if so-and-so doesn't commit, if so-and-so doesn't commit, we want you. And I got it. I, I respected them for telling me up front and they ended up getting Dre Bly and another kid that ended up going to the NFL yeah. in that same year. That's who they were going after. But had, had had Dre Bly decided he was going to go to UVA or somewhere else and they called me back and said, hey, you know, we want you now, I wouldn't have been mad at him about it. I still would have come to East Carolina because East Carolina wanted me from the beginning. But I wouldn't have been mad about it because they were, they were up front with it from the very beginning. So what I'm getting at is if, 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 schools get decommits and then they come after and then they go back out to a guy that they, had, they never offered in the beginning, I can understand why that kid might entertain it and might go there. So if East, if East Carolina gets kids that are committing to them, committing to them, and then all of a sudden a bigger school, and I'm not calling Carolina a bigger school in this scenario, I'm just saying, if some other school you know, reached out to them and said, we want you now, uh, I could see where they might decommit and go to where they wanted to go from the beginning.
3: Kevin Monroe, good stuff. Joining us, Pitt Electric live Line. Kevin, another trend we're seeing. Uh, Jeff Saturday hired uh, off his couch by the Colts. You got Trent Dilfer um, taking over the UAB job. I'm still trying to figure out the ties there. A Fresno State guy going to UAB, first-time head coach, and saw today that Drew Brees uh, is going to be working um, and helping with the coaching transition at Purdue, serving as an assistant coach for the Boilermakers in their bowl game. So I guess my question is, when is Kevin Monroe uh, going to become a head coach somewhere? I mean, that's the trend, right?
13: Yeah. It's funny you say that because my son's high school head coaching position became available this past season after the year after the season ended. Uh, the coach resigned, and so uh, people have been coming up to me left and right asking me if I'm going <laughs> to apply for the job. It just doesn't work like that normally. Uh, you, you need to be in the coaching system. You need to have been an office coordinator, defense coordinator. You need to have some years of experience before you become a head coach. So i uh, I will say it this way. I, I am I am okay with guys being hired to be assistants that have never coached before because they still have they still get to learn under the, the coordinators, learn under the head coaches. I don't like Jeff Saturday becoming the head coach. That's just not fair. It's not fair to the guys that have put in work, it's not fair to the guys that have been, you know, worked their way up the system to have some guy just come off the street who was, you know, a, a great player and a great broadcaster, uh, but not a head coach. And so there's so much you have to learn about being a head coach that you just can't get from watching on TV or playing the game. It's just a, it's just whether it's when to, when to call timeouts, when not to call timeouts, You know what situations to go forward on fourth down, all the statistics that go into it. You need that experience. And Jeff Saturday just didn't have it. And so uh, I'll say that. I love guys that are former players getting hired as assistants, just not as head coaches until they get that
3: experience. Yeah, you, all, you hear the stories about so much grinding and like uh... – uh, Gruden, I've heard him a lot. Where he was like sleeping in the video room as a, a lowly uh, guy on the totem pole, and, and works his way up. You hear those stories. And Kevin, you you've carved out a great career for yourself as a financial advisor. Did you? I mean, did you ever have coaching aspirations, or did you know once you were done playing, you were you were going to get into a different part of uh, athletics? I guess
13: I, I I did know that I want. I, I thought I wanted to coach. Little known fact uh... the 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 breadwinner in the household the person that makes the most money in the household is the wife and the wife was in medical school in east carolina and i knew she was going to do big things and so i didn't want to be dragging her all around the country Uh. at my coaching jobs knowing that she was going to be really successful as a doctor and so i wanted to get a, a good stable job make you know make decent money on my own but make sure that she could she could plant her roots and and start her practice and do the things that she wanted to do as a physician um, and not have to be chasing around every time I got fired. So that's the reason I didn't go into coaching, uh, but I certainly had some aspirations to
3: do it. Yeah, that's interesting. It reminds me of a tweet I read, and I'm going to uh, pull it up right now, That from Kurt Benkert, former Pirate, transferred to Virginia uh, when Coach Ruff left. But he uh, tweeted out yesterday, Today was the first time I've ever said no to an NFL opportunity, and I couldn't be more conflicted about it. I feel like I owed it to the girls to have some normalcy in our life, especially throughout the end of the year. But I'd be lying if I said this wasn't a really hard day. And uh, you don't really think about that with coaches, with with players. Kurt Benkert is is doing all he can to get a shot. But uh, I guess uh, it's not working out r- right now logistically with the family and everything. And these are the decisions that uh, that people have to make. You, you kind of touched on it there with yourself.
13: Yeah, it's, 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 it's really crazy. And coming out, you know, Forrest Foster got into coaching. You know, he was my cornerback my mate. Uh, we were really good friends. And, you know, he, he got his first job at North Carolina A&T, did a great job. One of his One of his defensive backs got drafted that year and everything, but they didn't have a successful season. And literally at the end of that year, the whole staff was fired. So he was in for one year, got fired, and he was like, I'm done with this. And he got into wow. this melt. and So he's just, it's just one of those experiences where you can get into a great situation, you know, under a Bobby Bowden or somebody like that that coaches for 30 or 40 years and you have job security, or you can just get into this carousel where you're fired every three or four years, no matter how good a job you do, unless you're the head man. Yeah. Uh, I think people are choosing, choosing to do other things.
3: Kevin Monroe joining us. Kevin, let's pick a bowl game. It's 40 bowls in 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days.
7: 14 days. 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days. 14 days. 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days Rock! 40 40 bowls! bowls. 14 days! 40 bowls! 14 days! 40 bowls! 14 days! 40 bowls,
2: 14 days.
3: And Kevin Monroe will go Wednesday, December 28th, 2 o'clock on ESPN. The Military Bowl, East Carolina, was uh, rumored to be potentially heading there once again. Went last year, didn't play the game, of course. This year, uh, good matchup, Duke and UCF. How about Duke, Kevin, uh, surprising everybody in the ACC this year with the season they had, and UCF uh, disappointed not to play and uh, play for a, or win a championship down in Tulane. They could be in a much bigger bowl game right now. So if you go off of motivation and who wants to be there, Duke is certainly the pick here. But uh, but what do you think uh, once they suit up and, and play it?
13: Well, first, when we talked last week, I, I took – what was it? I think it was North Texas – I mean, uh, who are they playing? Boise.
3: Uh, you had North Texas versus Boise. Yep.
13: Yeah, and so and I and I think I I think I said Boise would cover, yeah. but North Texas would cover. But let's not forget that. Cause I don't want to lose that game. But also, <laughs> so so we, so we got here Duke, uh, Duke and UCF. Who's favoring this one? Do You know.
3: Uh let's see. I'm gonna. UCF. I, I, I'll look it up right now. I'm gonna say UCF. Uh, I'll take a guess and say UCF minus six. Let's see what it is though first before you pick. Uh, but yeah, I, but but again, Kevin, motivation when you're looking at these games, a huge factor, right?
13: Absolutely, absolutely, and and, and so you know UCF moving on, uh, you know, in, in conference and uh, wanting to to look good for their recruits coming in in the next year or so, uh, I think they've got a lot riding on this game. Um, I love the oh wow Duke season,
3: Duke by three, Kevin.
13: Oh, how about that? Motivation
3: is a factor, apparently.
13: So maybe it's the Power Five thing with Duke, and you know they're giving them the, the, the benefit of the doubt because of that. Um, but I, I think I expect to see UCF show up. You know, I think we caught UCF on a down on down day, maybe a trap game. Maybe they weren't expecting us to, to play the way we played. Um, and so I, I fully expect them to win that game. So i I'll, I'll take I'll take UCF to to win
3: and cover all right kevin says he doesn't need the points. to give him the money line uh ucf yeah. and duke all right kevin we'll wrap it up with some nfl talk uh uh sunday night uh washington and new york kind of a loser leaves town match going to be tough to make the playoffs if you lose that one and and we're keeping an eye on san fran and seattle tonight seattle in the playoff mix how about the detroit lions kevin in the playoff mix right now as we sit here with just a few games left to go in the regular season
13: yeah, they, I think they're five and one in their last six games. Yeah. They come out of nowhere. Um, you know, they they're playing well for Jared Goff. They're playing well for the coach. Uh, the, the running backs having an insane year. They just got the kid back. Um, that had been out all year from Alabama, the receiver, I believe. And so, oh
3: yeah, Jameson Williams touchdown in his first game.
13: Yeah, they're stepping up, man. So I I, I like Detroit Lions. Um I you know, I don't know if they're ready to be a playoff team, but they're certainly showing over the back half of the season that they want to get in.
3: Kevin, is there such thing as a bad win, an ugly win in the NFL? You know what I'm talking about. Your boys <laughs> against the Texans last week.
13: Well, I I you know, I think I think if you play poorly and find a way to win, it's much better than uh playing really well and losing. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, so I'll take it, and I think it's, there's lessons to be learned there. You know, hey, we can't just show up and play like crap and expect to win, win games, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I, I was happy with the fact they got their 10th win and they didn't lose to the worst team in football, but they sure did did look pretty bad.
3: Still uh, trying to keep pace with the Eagles. You play them again, right, Kevin? So you got that one, and you're going to find a – Christmas Eve. Yeah, another one somewhere. Kevin, good stuff, man. Thanks for joining us. We'll uh, – we do have a show next Thursday. We might track you down one more time. If we don't, uh, great to chat with you all season long. Have a Merry Christmas, Kevin, and uh, we'll certainly uh, get you back on soon, though.
13: Listen, if you need me to fill time, I'm always available, so just just give me a call. But, yeah, love the show. Um, I appreciate you having me on every week.
3: All right. Uh, always enjoy chatting with Kmo, Kevin Monroe. Here on Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. More to go. We will hear from the BMOC, the big man on campus, Jeff Nadeau. We'll ask him about East Carolina Coastal. We'll ask him about East Carolina, South Carolina coming up this weekend. And more with the big man on campus that's on the way after this.
1: You're listening to hour two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Meta Spa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaSpa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Have you heard? Winslow's is now Fifth Street Hardware restaurant and tap room. And with a brand new look, Fifth Street Hardware also has a new menu and serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday. Plus brunch starting at 1030 on Saturdays and Sundays. You can follow Fifth Street Hardware on Instagram for the latest events and specials. It's a new look, a new name, but it's the same location right on Fifth Street beside the State Theater. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip.
3: Back with you, Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday still to come jeff charles voice of coastal carolina joe Cashin, and another treasure chest winner all ahead on pirate radio live here on a thursday right now we'll head back out to the pit electric live line and visit with the big man on campus jeff nadu a lot to talk about with the big man jeff how you doing today I'm great. How are you, Cliff? Doing good, and uh, Jeff, we'll we'll start always talking ECU with you, and uh, the news this week for the Birmingham Bowl and for Coastal Carolina is Grayson McCall, the great quarterback from Coastal, would be entering the transfer portal. That was good news to Pirate fans until they found out in the same breath that he would be playing in the bowl game, so kind of a unique deal here, Jeff. You don't see this a lot at all, a guy entering the portal but playing in the bowl game, so what does that mean uh, for Coastal? The line East Carolina still a big uh, favorite in this game. The total at sixty-one, but uh, anytime he's out there, he gives uh, his team a chance to win. So it gets a little tougher for the Pirates with him in there, I guess.
2: It's bizarre. I I don't I can't really remember the last time I've seen this. I'm usually when you hit the transfer portal, it is you know it's not you know it's not good. You have kind of an issue going out with the the former team or the school it's it's odd um I, I i've never seen do you remember this happening before I,
3: I, no this is the first case i can remember i can recall
2: yeah it's, it's very odd um that said I, I still wouldn't have any interest in in coastal i mean keep in mind their their coaches are gone as well um you know, that's obviously a precarious situation and i've told you before you know if, if you have a team you're looking to back in bowl games, it's a team like ECU. Um, you know, a group that, you know, we'll be honest, I mean, we probably figured out you know, several games in that if they were probably going to be a 7-8 win team. You know, get to a bowl game with the amount of upperclassmen they have, the coach they have, the defense and offense that they have. Um, they're just kind of built to win a bowl game. They're the kind of team you feel comfortable backing. You're not going to have your heads hang low. You're not, yeah. not going to have that. And that's one, of the, that's one of the things we've seen in the early action in this game clip. I mean, the number of bets, 88% are on ECU. 75% of the money is on ECU. Sharp money is all over ECU. You know, the right money is on ECU. I think ECU is the better team right now. I think from a motivational standpoint, uh, they're surely the team I'm wanting to back. Um, and, you know, to be fair, ECU has, you know, been pretty good as an underdog, clip. I mean, you look at the last five games as a dog, they're 4-1 against the spread, 8-2 and two over the last 10 as a dog. Um so you know, they're a team that, that I'm I'm looking to back, or not as a dog as a favorite. So I'm looking to back this team as a favorite. So I um I like the spot. I think they win by double
3: You bring up some great points, Chef. They check a lot of boxes when it comes to bowl games. Motivation certainly there. East Carolina has not played in a bowl game since 2014. Haven't won a bowl game since 2013. So they're they're going to be hungry. This group in particular, with Holden Aylers kind of rebuilding the the program into. A winner and the head coach is still there the quarterbacks there they lost their starting center uh, Avery Jones transferring to Illinois but outside of that everybody kind of remaining intact so uh, you like that stability when it comes to the Pirates let's talk about some of these other bowl games going on this weekend Jeff and I'm sure there's a line for Miami of Ohio UAB but what I'm looking at currently It is off the board, and I don't know why that may be, Jeff, but that's the first game coming up tomorrow, 1145 Bahamas Bowl. Also on Friday, you've got Troy and UTSA, and uh, Troy is a a one-and-a-half point favorite in the Cure Bowl, total at 55-and-a-half. So any uh, interest in the games on Friday, big man?
2: Yeah, I think the first game is pretty interesting. You know, UAB recently hired – Bilfer, kind of a kind of an interesting uh, hire there. Um, you know, when you kind of look at both these teams, you know, I feel like when I look at UAB, they have a kind of a a dual threat type of quarterback. That's something that over the years UAB's kind of had some issues with with teams like uh, UTSA and groups like that. I think UAB will effectively move the ball. They kind of seem to be able to run the ball against pretty much everybody. Um, I, I kind of have some interest in the over at forty five. It's pretty low. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, this game kind of screamed to me like, you know, 27-24. I don't know if it'll be easy, but I see some matchup advantages for some of these teams um, that, that I think, you know, they can move the football. So I think that's kind of one that I had an eye on. Uh, as far as the other game, oh, by the way, Clip, one thing to keep an eye on with UAB, I guess from what I heard, the players did send letters to the administration in lobbying for the interim coach to be the full-time coach, and they spurned them and went with Dilfer. So that's kind of an interesting one. Maybe hmm. maybe they're not fully I- entrenched. I think mind of wow, getting 11 is probably the way I'd go there. Um, as far as the other game, I don't know, kind of strength against strength. Um, I-, I think Troy can struggle a little bit of run defense, I think they have some trouble with Frank Harris, but I do like them on offense as well. It's not really a game I had much interest in.
3: There are several bowl games coming up on Saturday as well. Instead of running down that slate, Jeff, I'll just ask: uh, What are your? Uh, you, you got a bowl game or two that you have your eye on for this bowl season that you're uh, you already played or, or will play?
2: Yeah, I look at Fresno State uh, as as a, as a group that I'm all over. Um, they um they've really come on since Jay Caner came back. Um, now I do want to obviously double check. You know some of these it's been so long that you kind of want to make sure everybody's <laughs> still ready to go and yeah. playing. Um, you know, you don't want to see like a Jay Kaner take off the bowl to, to prepare for the NFL. But I, I think with, with the level of the fact that he just wasn't really in there much, um, I, um, I think, I think Fresno's the play here. Um, they're offensively very good and defensively. I think they'll do some good things in this game. Um, this is not a Washington state team that I'm running to back. I mean, I, they're not very good to me. I have kind of lean Fresno here. I think with Hainer back there, it's a totally different team. And, you know, Mr. Tedford, uh, bowl is very good as a, as a coach.
3: Jeff Nadeau joining us. Uh, Jeff, let's talk a little college hoops before we get into the games tonight uh, and games to watch this weekend. East Carolina playing South Carolina, and I think a very winnable game for the Pirates. The Pirates have not played a very high level of competition this season overall, and and South Carolina they got the SEC by their name, but they're what five and five. Jeff lost again last night. They are not a very good basketball team right now. This is a neutral site game. South Carolina will certainly be a favorite in this game in Greenville, South Carolina. But uh, they play at two o'clock on Saturday. I don't know any any thoughts on the Gamecocks, Jeff. What should we, we uh, should expect from them?
2: Well, I mean they've had some real lumps this year. I mean they're working with a new coach. They're kind of going from a, a really up-and-down system to more of a, a very slow, um, kind of deliberate system. Uh, Lamont Parrish, the coach, wants to play very slow. This team is kind of at issues. They're bad defensively and they're bad offensively. They can't make free throws. They turn the ball over. They don't get to the foul line. Uh, they're, they're just kind of a complete mess. Um, they've had some weird stretches where, you know, like they beat Clemson at the start of the season, and then, you know, seemingly anybody they stepped up against, they got, Beat up, and you know, then they lose a bad game to GW. Definitely a game I think very winnable. Um, I will say, um, and, and I'm just going to continue to anchor the sentiment to most people out there. Um, it's a real hard time to bet right now. You have a lot of teams in, in finals, and you know, the, the universities aren't as um, stocked up as far as fans are concerned. There's just a lot going on. I don't. I keep stuff very small until we get to the first of the year. I will say though, I mean, South Carolina is a solid team. They have good players, and ECU has, you know, at times played down to competition, you know, losing to teams like South Carolina State and Wilmington and groups like that. So I don't really know what ECU is. They're just kind of an up and down team, and they're hard to bet myself.
3: Stephanie, dude, joining us. Man, looking at this late Saturday, we got some bowl games coming up, but this might be the best day of basketball so far this year from a marquee game standpoint. I'll run down some of the games. Indiana uh, taking on Kansas at noon at at 1 o'clock. Alabama-Gonzaga at 2 o'clock. Houston, Virginia. North Carolina-Ohio State at 3. Uh, UCLA-Kentucky at 5.15. UConn at Butler at 7. Tennessee and Arizona at 10.30. Uh, that's wall to wall. Great games coming up this Saturday, Jeff.
2: Yeah, you can't really um, you can't really pick which one you want to watch. You know, and, and this is customary. I, I always feel like the final Saturday before the holidays. There's always good games. You know, you're at a Christmas party. You're kind of trying to stay tuned as to what's going on. But um, I, you know, I don't even know where to begin. You know, I, I think on a day like this, I'll um, I kind of. Look, you know, off the beaten path at, at games, uh, kind of the ones that aren't being focused on. But like a game that I would look at is like Toledo Marshall, and I say to myself, like, who stops who in that game? Like, it could be ninety-eight, ninety-five, and both those teams want to go a mile a minute. Neither are going to play any defense, and they're both very high-level offensive teams. So it's like I'm looking at something like that and saying that's that's first a ninety wins, right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, there are some really interesting games. I think it's really at this point kind of the. Right before conference play starts, what teams are pretenders and what teams are uh, contenders? I look at something like, um, you know, Houston, Virginia, and I say, wow, two really good defensive teams, two uh, really deliberate groups. Which one's better offensively? Which one's at home? I'm looking at Virginia and saying, this is a chance for you to be a, you know, from a sweet 16 team to a team that can win it all. This is a huge game for Virginia. Is North Carolina a team that? we can take can go on a neutral site and win a big game after their kind of tough start. I think mean, UCF's an interesting team. They're a group that I'm really high on. Missouri's kind of been faltering. They got crushed by Kansas. Maybe they're a bit of a pretender. That's a big game for Central Florida in the grand scheme of things. You know, Is Connecticut a team that can continue to stand defeated? I've said before, and I'll say it again, I think this is a spot that they can go and lose at. Butler, Hinkle, that's a tough place to play. I will look towards a Butler there.
3: Jeff Nadeau joining us, looking forward to a great sports weekend. Jeff, throw in a triple header of NFL on Saturday. It's one of the best sports days uh, we've had in a while. So uh, it's going to be a a lot to keep an eye on. Uh, Any thoughts on a big one Sunday night. My commanders taking on the Giants. Uh, almost a loser leaves town match, kind of depending on what happens with the Seahawks tonight and the rest of the way. The Lions are all of a sudden frisky and fighting for a playoff spot. But Washington and New York uh, fighting for that wild card in the NFC. Any thoughts on that one uh, going on Sunday night?
2: Yeah, I'm kind of happy. Uh, they. Uh, this game's a Sunday night game. It's kind of a main stage, as you said, the loser leaves town match. Um, you know, I... It was so hard because I, I thought the Giants were horrific. I mean, it was hard to watch that team last week. And, look, maybe that's just because the Eagles are really good, but, I mean, that secondary looked lost. I mean, lost. I mean, they were nowhere near where they needed to be. Um, and, look, ever since Tyler Heineke came around, this group has made a complete 180. I remember the first time the Eagles played the Commanders. I mean, you remember this. I mean, yep. this offensive line couldn't stop anybody. Yep. I mean, it was, it, it was a totally different team. Defensively, they looked strong. Um I'd probably lean towards God, your totals. Kind of good as well. I I think it's a close game. I don't want to give up on the Giants. I, I think they're better than what they showed. Obviously, the last time these two teams played, it was a tie. Um, you know, the last several have been, for the most part, close.
3: Feels like a field goal game, and the line is a, above a field goal, right, Jeff? Was it I mean, three and a half, Four? What is it at? I
4: didn't.
2: It's four and a half, and it mean yeah. it's January. The last four games, Steve, these two have been decided by 0-1-3-1.
3: Yeah, makes me a little nervous. It's
2: a close game to me. I lean Giants plus 4.5. I think it comes down to a field goal.
3: Jeff Nadeau joining us. Uh, Eagles still uh, the king in the NFC right now. And You mentioned, Jeff, either last week or the previous week, whenever Jimmy G went out, that you didn't think the 49ers would miss a beat and uh, picked up a, a big win on Sunday. Brock Purdy looking great. Uh, he is banged up. They got a big one tonight against Seattle. All of a sudden, we got a, an important Thursday night game uh, tonight with the the Niners and Seahawks.
11: Yeah, it's rare
2: that I'm ever going to tell you what I'm about to tell you, but I'm going to tell you now. I love Seattle. I love <laughs> them in this game. Because here's what you have to do in the NFL. I think it's important to use the media against the fans, right? And all we've heard all week. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy. And he said what I've said. I think the Niners are really good. I just think in this game, in this spot, on this night, in this situation, I think they lose. Or I think they you know, win by two or three. I think this game comes down to the wire. The Seattle Seahawks, whether you want to say it or not, this is a good, uh, solid football team, at least to me. Um, I know that you know San Francisco is tough and, and it's going to be difficult. But you look at the way of 10 games against Seattle. They're 4-6 and six against the spread. Um, you know, they, they, they struggle. And Seattle is a team that I'm pretty high on, I mean, especially as an underdog. I think they've covered 6 of 10 or 7 of 10. I like their secondary. I think it continues to get strong. Um, I love Tariq Woolen. I think he's one of the best corners in the NFL. And offensively, I think they're pretty solid. I think they can almost kind of hang with, uh, with, the, with you know, I'm sure they can hang with the Niners. So I'm going to lean on the fact that this game stays closed, kind of like the other one. Um, And 70% of the actual money is actually on uh, the Seahawks. So I'll I'll side with the Sharp people
3: here. All right, Jeff Nadeau joining us. Got a ton going on at Barstool Sports with the sit-down podcast, Big Man on Betting. And shout-out to Jeff Nadeau and the con men for picking up a win last week in the Dozen Trivia. Enjoyed uh, watching that, Jeff. Congratulations on getting the dub. And uh, I got uh, high hopes for your team this season.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it was good. Finally got a win and, uh, you know, just keep kind of pressing forward. There's a lot going on, but you you just kind of leave out the noise. We got, obviously, a holiday coming up, so, you know, once uh, January comes back around, I'm sure we'll get back in there play again, and uh, yeah, uh,
3: it's
2: uh, it's a good time of the year. A lot of weird things going on, but just keep (laughs) moving forward.
3: Indeed. Big man, always enjoy the chat. Uh, We will have a show next Thursday. It'll be our last show of the year, so we'll try to uh, track you down. I'll be there. Jeff Nadeau joining us today on the Pitt Electric Live Line. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the hour with the voice, Jeff Charles. That's on the way on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. We're back with you after this.
1: Listening to Hour Two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots, and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. Welcome back for
9: the latest breaking news, interesting stories and awesome contests that can make you a winner. Be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at PR927FM. Join the over 60,000 followers today and clip as we head back into the show. Just a quick weather statement. Uh, looks like in the uh, Pitt County area, in the area of uh, Farmville, Belvoir, Greenville, And uh, Bethel, in that particular area of Pitt County, there is a special weather statement as uh, some particularly, uh, potentially, I should say, uh, bad weather moving into the area. That uh, statement has been put into effect until 5.30 this afternoon. So, if you are out and about, please approach with caution.
3: Crazy weather. I just walked outside and it's like... 68 degrees, I guess.
9: It's very warm compared to what it was yesterday. Very yes.
3: strange. Very strange.
9: Well, they. It. this is part, if I'm not mistaken, this is part of that system that spawned a lot of tornadoes in the uh, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi area mm-hmm. overnight and uh, yesterday. So uh, it is just a clash between uh, uh, the warm weather and the cold weather. And I got to be honest with you, this weather has, well, I, I consistently say that uh, welcome to North Carolina where the weather is drunk because usually you just don't know what kind of weather you're going to get, but it just seems like it's even more wonky this year uh, because my I don't normally get nosebleeds. I get them once in a while if I get sick enough, and I have had pretty bad nosebleeds for the better part of three weeks because the weather has just been so weird. So uh, I don't know what it is, but... You know, the colder it gets, the worse those nosebleeds get. So I don't know what it is about the air or if it's just something else. I don't know.
3: A lot of fluctuating temperatures here. And uh, I guess it's going to get back cold again tomorrow.
9: And there's been some talk of the S word right around Christmas.
3: Lord, a white Christmas. How yeah, about that?
9: I don't want that.
3: All right, we'll see what happens. All right, let's head back out to the Pit Electric Live line and visit with the voice, Jeff Charles on this Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Jeff, how are you doing today?
11: Cliff, I'm doing great. And uh, the Pirates, of course, have a very busy schedule in both football and basketball here the last couple of weeks. I was just looking at the calendar, and there are four basketball games. And then, of course, the bowl game on December the 27th in the last two weeks of 2022. So very busy times uh, with this overlap, and then, of course, uh, with the bowl game, too.
3: And, Jeff, I'm looking forward to uh, to Saturday's game, East Carolina winnable game uh, coming up against South Carolina at a neutral site in Greenville, South Carolina, and that will be uh, available on ESPN Plus to watch. You, of course, can listen to Jeff Charles and Michael Perry call the action as well. And Pirates coming off a win, Jeff, and uh, looking forward to seeing what they can do against the South Carolina team on Saturday.
11: Yeah, I am too because any time uh, you step up a notch in the competition that East Carolina has been playing against and play an SEC school, there are going to be bigger, better, stronger, more physical, uh quicker athletes on the floor, and so we're going to see how this Pirate team matches up against the South Carolina team that's struggling just a bit. They're off to a 5 and 5 start. They did lose at UAB last night as you mentioned clip, 84 to 70. They didn't play real well. Defensively, and I know Coach Lamont Paris, is in his first year at South Carolina, wasn't happy with the rebounding effort as well. But, hey, this is still an SEC team, and this is a team that has one of the premier freshmen in America playing for them, and we're talking about G.G. Jackson. He's 6'9", 215, and he was quite a get for South Carolina because this kid is a hometown product. He is from Ridgeview High School right there in the city of Columbia, a five-star recruit, who could have gone anywhere in the country, and he elected to stay home and play at South Carolina. So it'll be our first look at him. He's their leading scorer. They have some other veteran players back from last year as well. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the matchup too, clip just to see how the Pirates can match up against an SEC school.
3: And how will guys like Ezra Assar, who has been playing great for East Carolina, match up uh, with some better talent Well, with South Carolina? Jeff, always enjoy your chats after games with the players and uh, enjoyed hearing from Ezra on Sunday after uh, another good performance from him. He uh, was impressive on the offensive side as Mike Schwartz will tell you and everybody else still got to fix uh, the turnovers, the foul trouble, but uh, shows a lot of promise. Uh, Ezra saw.
11: Oh, there's no doubt about that clip. I'm really encouraged with what I see. Six, nine just a freshman. He's kind of a man child really growing into his body. And you're right, uh, he is so good and he is so explosive with that kind of size out on the perimeter where he can get to the basket so much and he's got a lot of moves in the paint. Uh, this kid's got a chance to be a really good player, I think, here at ECU now. You mentioned a couple of areas he needs to clean up. I think uh, Coach Schwartz would like to see him rebound the ball a little bit better, too. He's only averaging 3.3 rebounds per game. And because of his game, he's going to get fouled a lot, Clip. So when you go to the line, yeah. they shoot better than 40%. So he's only shooting 40% from the free-throw line, so he's going to have to do a lot better job there. Now, 60% from the field is terrific. So this is a kid that's got a lot of potential. Uh, we're really excited about him. He's got the size. He's got the makeup. Uh, having have a chance to visit with him now a couple of times. I really like his makeup. I know he's going to work hard. So, yeah, he gives the Pirates a lot of hope for the future.
3: Pirates Gamecocks going out at it Saturday. Two o'clock. We are awaiting the Birmingham Bowl coming up December twenty-seventh, East Carolina and Coastal Carolina. Jeff, kinda all quiet on the uh the East Carolina front right now as they are uh, at practice. We did have a chance to talk to whole Nailers earlier today as they continue bowl prep. We'll hear from the voice of the Chanticleers coming up uh in just a little bit here on the show. Joe Cashin going to join us and uh, get a scouting report on those guys, Jeff. And I guess the big news coming out of Coastal Carolina, Grayson McCall going to transfer out, but uh, one last game before he goes. That's unique, seeing a guy enter the transfer portal, but playing a final game with the team. And it looks like that'll be the case with McCall.
11: Yeah, I think that's the case. And I thought there was a real interesting note coming out of the Coastal Carolina camp this week because they said, we are recruiting him, too. So they've <laughs> not given up on yeah. Grayson McCall's. So he He's one of their players, uh, and he's going to play in the bowl game, but they haven't said the goodbye to him yet. So they're in the competition race with so many other schools, as we understand, around the country for Grayson McCall's services. So they think that they have a chance to bring him back. Of course, time will tell with that. And then, of course, they got the bad news with, One of the backup quarterbacks has now had an off-the-field issue, and he's not going to play. So, you know how it is, Cliff. We've been talking about this, uh, these bowl games. You just don't know who's going to play, who's going to go into the portal, who's going to decide to opt out. And then, of course, there are always injuries like they are. So, it's a little bit of a crapshoot these days for these bowl games
3: speaking of bowl games jeff let's pick one now it's 40 bowls in 14 days 40 bowls in
7: 14 days 14 days 14 days 40 bowls in 14 days oh my goodness 40 bowls in 14 days 14 days 14 days Forty balls in fourteen days, fourteen days, fourteen fourteen days, 40 bowls. fourteen days, 40 bowls. fourteen days, 40 bowls. fourteen days, fourteen bowls. fourteen days, Forty days,
3: Charles, your game uh, will be the Texas Bowl coming up in RG Stadium in Houston. That'll be Wednesday, uh, December 28th, and it'll feature Texas Tech taking on Ole Miss. And uh, it looks like a lot of points may be scored in that one, Voice. So uh, who do you got in the Texas Bowl? The Red Raiders taking on the Rebels.
11: I think I'll go with the Rebels in that one clip i think i will because you're right they can score a lot of points so can texas tech and i do see a shootout but i would say ole miss will win the shootout
3: you look at those uh teams jeff uh of course mike leach coached at texas tech his rival when he was at mississippi state was ole miss and mike leach uh just a, a shocker hearing that news kind of over the weekend going into monday and then him passing away early in the week it just uh You just never know, and I had no inkling that Mike Leach uh, would not be with us uh, anymore. Uh, Just a a crazy story and a sad story and a very unique guy. Uh, Jeff, uh, did you ever uh, have any run-ins with with Mike Leach, or or are your thoughts on the man he was?
11: Well, Mike Leach was unique, there is no question, Cliff, and you summed it up well. It was a shocking development now from what I read. He had had pneumonia this year had been battling that, but certainly no one saw this heart condition coming on to be as serious as it was, and you know, just very, very sad, because Mike Leach was only 61 years old, and that's uh, pretty young to lose your life. So, yeah, he was a unique guy. Uh, When you're out there as he was, there are some people who are going to like you, and there are some people who are not going to like you. I don't think Mike Ever never really cared a whole lot if people liked him or not. <laughs> yeah. He was always going to get the job done the best way he saw fit. And as we know, he was uh, on the cutting edge of uh, a lot of his air raid offensive football that we see. And oftentimes with a head coach, you look at who has been on his staff and his coaching tree, if you will, and where those guys have gone and what they have done in their careers. And you can see all the guys who are now head coaches. Uh, Ruffin McNeil worked for – Mike Leach, I believe, for 10 years at Texas Tech. And then, of course, Lincoln Riley was there on the staff. And we can go right on down the line, just a lot of great coaches coached with Mike Leach. And I don't know how many people realize this clip, but he had a law degree. He was an attorney by trade, and so he was a very smart guy. Uh, complicated guy, yes. Smart guy, yes. But he'll be missed in college football. We don't have that many, quote, characters anymore. It seems like his sports, It seems like nowadays everybody's kind of cut from the same mold. Well, he was an outlier. And I think that's why a lot of people liked him because he was different.
3: No doubt. Jeff Charles joining us. Uh speaking of Mike Leach Disciples, uh, another one from the another branch from the tree uh, will be in the American as North Texas uh will hire or has hired uh Washington State offensive coordinator Eric Morris and I saw Dana Holgerson uh, tweet out this week that he uh, is a Mike Leach guy. And Jeff, uh, I, you got to go, I got to look it up, but man, how about the turnover of coaches just in the AAC for next year? You've got some new schools coming in with Charlotte and FAU and North Texas uh, and others that that have new coaches. You've got uh, Cincinnati, of course, uh, that has a, a job to fill, you, South Florida. You look across the conference. I mean, East Carolina at least is in good shape when it comes to stability and Mike Houston returning because there's going to be a ton of new faces in the AAC uh, next season.
11: He yeah, had no doubt about that. And uh, Coach Houston will begin his fifth year. So he's one of the veterans, obviously, in the AAC, and he's had a chance to put his program in place. You mentioned some of these other schools too, Clip, FAU will have a new coach. They're coming into the league next year, Tom Herman will be the coach there, UAB coming into the league. Trent Dilfer, the former <laughs> NFL quarterback, yeah. will be the coach at, uh, and is the coach now at, at UAB. You would think, based on his name alone, he's going to be able to get into a lot of homes, recruiting-wise. And then, of course, uh, you mentioned the, the turnover with North Texas and the new coach. And how about right next door in Charlotte, uh, Biff Pogey is the new coach there. I did a commentary on Biff Pogey that's running on Pirate Radio this month and what a unique hire that is. And then he mentioned, of course, Luke fickle leading Cincinnati. So there are going to be a lot of new coaches in the league, a lot of new teams in the league. So I think going into it in 2023, a lot of curiosity about the AAC.
3: Yeah. It's going to be uh fascinating to see the, the polls when they come out, which they don't matter at all, but uh, interested to see where East Carolina shapes up in the new American landscape. Jeff Charles joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. Jeff, glad we could catch up with you this week. Have a great call on Saturday. Uh, we'll see you in Minji's next Wednesday, and uh, we'll talk more uh, football and hoops with you next week here on Pirate Radio Live.
11: Sounds great, Clip. Thanks so much. Always enjoy it.
3: The Voice, Jeff Charles, joining us on the Pitt Electric Live line on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. When we return we'll take our first look at Coastal Carolina and uh, what they are bringing to the Birmingham Bowl. Joe Cashin joins us, play-by-play voice of the Chanticleers. And it is Chanticleers, and you'll hear him correct me, just as Joe Katz did, the baseball announcer, when we talked to him um, months and months ago. We'll do that and open up the Pirate Radio treasure chest when we return
1: Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates, and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. Brown & Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. You can shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership, and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. What is going on over there? Are you yelling?
3: I'm heckling to see how you handle pressure.
9: Oh, I was wondering, because I kept looking. I was like, are you trying to signal something, and I'm just not paying attention?
3: (laughs) i was just seeing how you would handle the pressure, the heat. Oh, God. And do you need to get out of the kitchen or not? I can handle the pressure (laughs) I'm sorry, are you done?
9: Yeah, I'm done (laughs) It's just Honestly, you yelling is not going to bother me It's you frantically waving at me Or, you know, making sudden movements That'll distract me quicker
3: I'll remember that for next time I think we got it too easy around here We need to Raise the temperature a little bit
9: We need to rise to the standard And
3: see if you guys can rise to it
9: We need to raise the bar.
3: Speaking of rising to it, Stephen Igo is, I guess, tuned into the um, Birmingham Bowl. What do you call this? The uh, press Uh, conference is streaming with Coastal Coach Chad Staggs and Mike Houston. And I don't know if this was said or presented somewhere, but Igo said apparently Coastal Carolina is in the South Belt. And ECU is coached by Matt Houston.
9: Not to mention that the video feed is vertical and not horizontal, so you can't see everybody.
3: Man, you get better video at a World Star fight. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't always know to go vertical. World Star! Uh, so, yeah, just uh, good stuff from the Birmingham Bowl. Looking forward to it on the 27th. All right, earlier today I talked to Joe Cashin, play-by-play voice of the Coastal Carolina chanticleers we'll hear that now and uh we'll open up the treasure chest immediately following that let's hear uh that interview right now all right let's head out to the pit electric live line and talk to the play-by-play voice of the coastal carolina Clears. he is joe cash and joining us today on pirate radio live joe appreciate your time how you doing
12: hey doing good the chanticleers we're doing pretty good can't wait to go to birmingham and play this game
3: you know what? Last year, uh during baseball, I talked to uh to Joe Katz and he corrected me on the pronunciation and I thought I thought I said to him Chanticleers and he said it was Chanticleers, but no, it is Chanticleers. Am I getting it right now?
12: It is. You're perfect. That's that's
3: absolutely correct. Chant. All right. Now I remember it sounds a little more classy than Chanticleers. Uh, the Chanticleers. Uh coastal Carolina. And and I'm I'm fired up for the matchup. Joe, we, we've talked to, you know, fans and heard from them and and everyone that maybe the location uh, could be a little better here in Greenville, Conway or even the Myrtle Beach bowl, but as far as the matchup goes itself, you got the battle of the Carolinas, first time these schools are meeting. So, what's the perspective of the folks down there uh when they see the matchup of East Carolina?
12: I think it's very similar clip to be honest with you. I mean, this is a regional game, you know. I mean, State state rivalry here, basically, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina. We got to go all the way to Alabama to play it. But I mean, it's kind of a game that I think a lot of our people would love to see a series. You know, either, yeah, you know, in all sports, really. To be honest with you, and football would be a great one. I think you know, men's men's and women's basketball, certainly baseball. I mean, was exciting for the regional last spring. You know, I mean, there was a packed house there in Greenville, right? I mean, so uh, I think it's great. I'm looking forward to it. I hope our I hope our guys are ready. we're kind of in transition right now (laughs) you know we lost a coach after the conference championship game but hey we gotta go play you know East Carolina will certainly be ready I hope we are too
3: yeah and then Coastal Carolina not alone here in this bowl season as they go through a a coaching change so how about uh, who's filling in on an interim basis and and is is every other coach still sticking around there for this bowl game Joe
12: our defensive coordinator Chad Staggs is the interim head coach for this bowl of course he's been with uh, the program since 2019, so he knows all the guys. And all the coaches are still on board for now. And, of course, obviously that probably will change on the morning of, you know, the 28th yeah. after this thing is over. We expect some guys to go up to Liberty and join Coach Chadwell. And, of course, you know, uh, Tim Beck, our new head coach, the uh, NC State offensive coordinator, will will assemble his staff as he sees fit. So, obviously there will be a lot of change. But right now, right as we're looking at it, Coach Tags will be the coach, and everybody else is on board and getting our guys ready for this game.
3: Joe Cashin joining us, Pitt Electric Live Line. Joe, you're, you're probably tired of the Grayson McCall question, but i, I got to ask it anyway. Uh, so we've been following that story, and and we're, we're kind of speculating on if he was going to play and not play, uh, transfer, stay. So I guess officially he is entering the transfer portal, but – And a a bit of a surprise, he he is going to stick it out and and play in the game or plans to. Is that where we are right now, Joe?
12: That's exactly where we are, Cliff. I mean, of course, he posted on his social media last week that he would be entering the transfer portal. And it's not, you know, it's not a, 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 a huge surprise, honestly. I mean, you know, with coach leaving and all the transition that we're going to, I mean, he still has another couple of years to play. We were hoping that he would stick around, but. Yeah, I think in the, in his heart of hearts he'd kinda like to, you know, see what maybe he can do against power five defenses. I mean that's and that's just my opinion. That's one man's opinion. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't sat down and discussed it with him. You know, hopefully I'll get a chance to at the bowl game when I see him again. But uh I, wherever he goes, I wish him all the best. I mean, what he's done for our program to raise our brand, to be the catalyst of why we've won thirty one games in three seasons, now going to our third bowl. You know, we won a conference championship in twenty went to the conference championship game this year and it was largely because of what he did so you know i mean it's, it's tough to see him go but for what he's done for us and what he's done for this football program and for our university to get at the exposure that it has and all the success that we've had i wish him all the best of luck i really do
3: yeah and and it's it's a unique situation and you, you don't just see guys uh enter the transfer portal and still play another game with the team so i guess it, it says a lot about his standing in the locker room and uh the the way his teammates feel about him that you know that i'm assuming they're going to welcome him with open arms and play uh you know play with their brother one more time here
12: absolutely that's the sense i get you know the sense i get from the the people that i have spoken with about it i mean you know he has been a leader he's been a guy that people rally around i mean and he gives us a great chance to win you know i mean when you have a difference making quarterback you can kind of make up for some other oh, areas of the football field, right? I mean, if you're not quite as strong here or not quite as strong there, you got a guy that can sling it and can run it and can run that offense and do the things that he can do. Gives us a great chance to win. So, yeah, absolutely. I was really, truly hoping that he would play this game. You know, knowing that what he was going to do, knowing that he's hopping in the portal, more than likely will be going somewhere else. Just play one more time for us. You know, put on that teal and the bronze and the black one last time and go out here with these guys. Let's see what happens in this bowl game, and that's what he's chosen to
3: do, and I love it. I obviously want East Carolina to win the game, Joe, but from just a a football fan standpoint, I'm glad he's playing as well. The the over-under is 61. I mean, we could see some fireworks, some high-flying offense from – uh, the McCall side of things and Holden Naylor's at East Carolina and uh, Joe. Let's talk about some of the weapons on offense. East Carolina really good at stopping the run, not good at uh, containing the pass. So, who are the the weapons to watch out for for Coastal on the offensive side coming up on the twenty seven?
12: I tell you what, Cliff that that sounds exactly <laughs> that sounds exactly like us. Uh, <laughs> we are pretty good against the run. We haven't been good against the pass. I think both defenses or somewhere in the 90s in terms of FBS rankings uh, as, as to what we've done this season, both Coastal and East Carolina. But uh, as far as our offensive weapons are concerned, I think you got to look on the outside with Jared Brown. I mean, he's our most explosive player and has been this season. I mean, big-time player, young guy. Kind of thought he might go somewhere, too, but he said, you know what, I'm I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving Conway. You know, six touchdown receptions this season leads us, and most of those, if not all, I think off the top of my head, I don't have the stats sitting in front of me. Fifty yards or more. I mean, if we want a big play, we're going with Jared Brown. Uh, so he, he's a he's a big time guy. You know, Sam Pinkney has had a great season for us. Had a great conference championship game. He came from Georgia State, you know, to play for us this season. Finally, got some running backs back. I mean, that is one of the biggest things we had to deal with this season, with all the injuries in our running back room. You know, but uh, C.J. Beasley has been good for us. Reese White. You know, came back midseason from an injury. Braden Bennett, who was our big time game breaker last season, he finally got healthy in November. You know, I played about nine games without him. So if we're going to do some things on offense, those guys, along with Grayson, are going to be heavily involved.
3: Third straight bowl season for Coastal Carolina. East Carolina has not played in a bowl game since 2014 and uh, went up to the Military Bowl last year, and Boston College pulled out due to, to COVID, and they were unable to play. So, Joe, this will be the first time we uh, we get to see the Pirates in a bowl game in eight years. Coastal uh, has some experience playing in bowl games. Uh, lost to Liberty a couple years ago, beat Northern Illinois last year. And, um, and this year coming off, uh, again, another really good year, uh, nine wins for Coastal Carolina. How about the, the run the Chanticleers have been on here with 11 wins, 11 wins, and looking for uh, 10 coming up on the 27th?
12: Yeah, you know, I mentioned that a little bit earlier about how, you know, Grayson has been the catalyst on the field. I mean, Coach Chadwell, when he took over the program in 2019, he really established a culture of winning, a culture of success. You know, striking the stone is one of the hashtags for the for this program. I mean, you just keep after it and so they were able to establish that, that culture and we really turned the corner when Grayson became our starter in twenty twenty and we've done a lot of winning. Now of course down the stretch of this season it hadn't been really good. I mean we lost back to back games for the first time in four years, you know, with our last two losses and now again again to see where our mindset is for this bowl game. But I mean this has been a great run of three seasons. Now, like you mentioned uh, just a second ago, three consecutive bowls and both of the Previous two games went down to the last play. Huh. So if, this, if if those games are any indication that's what we're going to do in this Birmingham Bowl, it ought to be exciting. Yeah. really it, it has been a great run over the past couple of years. And hopefully, you know, Coach Beck, as he's mentioned a couple of times, he's coming into a good situation. And what he feels like he has to do is continue to build and enhance on what we've got going
4: on. Yeah,
3: shaping up to be a fun one coming up. Birmingham Bowl, 27th of December. Our pregame coverage begins 245 here on Pirate Radio, taking you up to the 645 kickoff. We're with you after the game on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show, one final time for this season. And, uh, Joe, there's a lot of people that are – are envious of the Sun Belt from a, a regional standpoint, a rivalry standpoint, and, and really from a quality standpoint. Just a lot of good teams uh, in that uh, league, and maybe not right now the TV money the American has, but there's a lot of Pirate fans that, if everything was equal, would rather be in the Sun Belt playing regional opponents than you know going to Texas to play UTSA in North Texas next year. Yeah, I think you, you got a good thing going there in the Sun Belt. I
12: think we do, too. I think you hit the nail on the head with the TV money. I mean, we can't match what the Americans got, but I think in terms of regional rivalries, I think as far as the G5 conference is concerned, the Sun Belt is where it's at, especially after last year's expansion, you know, when we brought Marshall in and James Madison, Old Dominion to kind of move into that East Division to join us and App State and the two Georgia schools, Georgia Southern, Georgia State. I mean, that is just a great division of schools right there, and they're all, you know, accessible, you know, with either fairly short plane trips or you can get in the car and make that drive, you know. And then same thing on the West when they bought Southern Miss over there then shifted Troy to the West. I I just think, you know, what the Sun Belt did in terms of creating those matchups and getting these schools kind of in a geographic footprint where you can get to them, like I mentioned, you know. I mean, it just, it's it's obvious. I mean, it, it's so natural that you have these, these kinds of rivalries. All these fan bases are really close to each other. I think it's great. Now, in terms of what we do... uh. Uh, to To promote and market our market our our conference i don't know I mean I still think we we need to get there. I thought we had some teams that you know probably should have been in the in the college football playoff rankings, but we didn't get there this season but uh the the rivalries are there, and I think over the course of time, if we can maintain that stability you know everything about college athletics again you know it's a lot of instability right? yeah. you know, if we can maintain that stability in our league, I think you know we got a lot of we got a lot of places that we can go.
3: Talking to Joe Cash, and play-by-play voice of the Coastal Carolina Shanta joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Joe, one last look at the the matchup itself. You talked about the defense, and you said it's similar to East Carolina in the way they can give up big plays in the passing game. Pretty good against the run. How about special teams? The kicking game has been a nightmare for East Carolina this year. How about on the Coastal side? If it's another close game down the stretch, uh, how does Coastal fare uh, special teams wise?
12: We've been solid. I mean, we've not been spectacular. Our place kicking has been, it's been okay. I mean, we had a stretch where we, you know, went through a tough stretch. But I mean, Cave Hensley's a, a youngster who I think kind of came back into his own, kind of figured some things out as we got halfway through the season, and then towards the end. I think if we need a kick, you know, I, I think he'll. We feel good about running him out there to make that kick. You know, we do have a game breaker. Uh, kickoff return guy who, I mean, if, if he gets loose, I mean, he had a couple of early kickoff returns. The one he brought back against Gardner Webb, and he got another big one against Georgia State. But, uh, you know, it's it's kind of been a mixed bag, I think, kind of like what East Carolina's gone through this season. You know, I watched the East Carolina NC State game, and I felt like, oh, wow, you know, I mean, yeah. a great chance to win that game. And, boy, it's, just, it's tough when you get that close and, you know, you're just not, not able to make a kick. But uh, it, it's it's kind of been a mixed bag for us, too. But, we feel good about Kate. If we gotta run him out there and make a big time kick for us, feel good about it.
3: We'll see. Joe, uh just curious, when now you're Coastal Carolina. I'm a Washington fan. Josh Norman uh played a few seasons for Washington. Of course, Panthers fans remember him, Mike Tobert. Um you ever see those guys around Conway? Do the old uh, favorites ever come back on campus there?
12: I, you know, every now and then they do. I mean, for homecoming and for you know, the uh Hall of Fame stuff that we have. Both those guys are in our Hall of Fame, so we get these guys back every now and then. And you know, we're we're really trying to engage some of our some of our football alumni. You know, yeah. only twenty years old. It's yeah. the twentieth season of football. I mean, we haven't been around. I think East Carolina's been around playing football since nineteen thirty-two, and for us, two thousand three. <laughs> we're we're trying to you know get the these the guys that have only been around for not all that long try to stay engaged what we're doing and uh, like you mentioned Josh Norman playing the league Mike Tolbert playing the league and we've got some other guys in the league right now too so it's it's kind of an ongoing process to reach out and get these guys to come back and and get engaged with what we're doing at Coastal to try to continue to grow it from where we are now.
3: Joe Cashin joining us today on Pirate Radio Live, fired up for East Carolina and Coastal Carolina. And, Joe, I agree with you. I want to see this matchup more. It was indeed a lot of fun at Clark LeClaire Stadium when uh, the Chanticleers came here and played well in the Greenville Regional last year. And you you mentioned it, some huge crowds. And uh, let's see these guys on the hardwood, on the the football field some more. And uh, if they do, we'll track you down and talk to you again. We appreciate your time today here on Pirate Radio Live. Have a great call on the uh, 27th, Joe.
12: Hey, Cliff, I appreciate you having me on. And absolutely, I think Coastal and East Carolina would be great in all sports. Let's just, let's figure out a way to make it happen.
3: Joe Cashin joining us, play-by-play voice of Coastal Carolina. Fun to uh, talk to Joe, get to know the shots a little bit as uh, we get ready for them on the 27th. All right. Um, Tyler, who won the earlier prize, Tyler Macemore, has said on uh, YouTube, he said, thanks, Pirate Radio, for a chance to win the prize i feel like an idiot for mixing up blake and maurice kemp he said i no longer consider myself a sports guy man so look in life the highs are high the lows are lows and and tyler macemore had a great day he won out of the treasure chest but also a day where he has to renounce his sports guy status but that that's something you can earn back chandler was able to to earn his sports guy status with a big Tennessee win over Alabama that he called.
8: Man, thank God for that.
3: Because you have done some non-sports guy things since then, but yeah. it doesn't matter. You've already cemented your legacy.
8: And I think it started with uh, Fred McGriff, by the way, Hall that, of Famer now. And <laughs> that saw, was rough. I meant to bring that up. I saw that he is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame, yeah. and uh, it reminded me of the time that I thought he was a white man. Just another old and, white guy <laughs> in the Hall of Fame. And I was like, you know... And it Still took quiet. me. It, it, and it took me to a time in my life where I, at one point, I was not a sports guy. But look at me now. Look how I have rebounded.
3: Tyler, this could be you.
8: Started one day.
9: from the bottom. Now we're here. Uh huh.
8: Started from the bottom. Then I got there. Then I fell back down. Then I'm there again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, you can be like Tyler Macemore, not in the fact that you're not a sports guy or a sports gal, but you can be a winner in the Pirate Radio treasure chest right now as we open up the Pit Electric Live Line. 317-1250 Caller 12 will win just like Doris Dillon won the VIP subscription to Hoist the Colors for a year. John Moody won the Wings Over Greenville. Quentin Hellier won the uh, Golf to Aiden Country Club and the Golf Balls from Brandon Manning, Farm Bureau of Winterville Insurance. Bill Willard won the tiebreakers gift card. Brad Woodard won the Can Jam set, cooler and tailgate chair. Natty Light, Carolina Eagle Distributing. Robert Matthews won the Cornhole Boards, Panthers Cornhole Boards. And Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Patrick Brown won Parker's Barbecue. Susan Dean's Cocoa Sports Bar. Chris Hill won gift cards to the Dab House, Sidebar, Jarvis Street, Bottle Shop, and Christie's Euro Pub. Kevin Ainge won the $100 gift card to Shimmer Boutique Tyler Macemore picking up the Jersey mics earlier today. If you're caller 12, you'll be a winner as well. We're back after this.
9: Botox or filler. Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff.
3: All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday, opening up the treasure chest for the second time today. Shirley, who is, our, uh, who is on the Pit Electric Live Line?
9: Uh, for those of us who have been around for a long time like I have, it's a very familiar name, Mr. Victor Long.
3: A name I haven't heard in a while. Yes. He only calls in for the big prizes now, I guess. Uh, Victor, welcome uh, into the program. How you doing, sir?
0: I'm doing great, y'all.
3: Hey, fantastic. And uh, congratulations on getting in. This is definitely not the first time you've won in the Pirate Radio Treasure Chest. Do you know how many you've won over the years?
0: Uh, I think I won pizza for a year. Uh, I won pirate popcorn uh, one year. So. It's been a while to work two jobs and uh, college, going to college. You don't have much time to listen, do anything, but but work and do schoolwork.
3: (laughs) I hear you staying busy, but, uh, congratulations on the win today and all those wins over the years. So, uh, tell us uh, a bit about yourself, Victor, what do you do?
0: Uh, we're for the city of Greenville. I've been employed with them for about 20 years. Um, And just after 40 years, I finally got my college degree. I graduated from Pitt Community in, uh, well, the 16th, a couple of days. So it took a long time to do it, but I finally accomplished it.
3: That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Uh, Shirley Chandler, let's uh, get the Q&A portion out of the way of our conversation. What do you guys want to know about uh, Victor Long?
9: Victor, apples or oranges? Oranges.
3: All right, great question, Shirley. Victor, what's your favorite casserole?
0: Casserole, Um, probably chicken casserole. Probably. Okay. Well, uh, let me take that back. If you uh, if I'm gonna be absent the meat, I'd probably a uh, string bean casserole would be my favorite.
3: Okay. Chandler.
8: Um, Victor. Uh. What three celebrities would you want to spend a year with on a deserted island?
0: Oh Lord, um, three celebrities. Um, probably. Uh, uh, um, this is a tough question. Um, could be I an athlete, actor. That, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I say. I, I don't want to, uh, I'd probably, I probably, I'm a big, uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger fan. So I, I, would spend the, uh, you
8: Arnold can come along, bring a gym with you and work out every day on the, yeah, Desert yeah we, he, he can help me work out. <laughs> Victor,
3: um, I would love to hear him say your name. <laughs> it's been one year. Get
8: to the chopper.
0: Um, I, I like Nick Nolte. I think he he'd make it very interesting as well.
3: Nick Nolte, all right, okay, great in blue chips from back in the day.
0: And uh,
3: since since
0: I've met her, it's been a long time ago. Um, uh, um, I mean, the name is just escaping me. Give me just a minute; it'll pop back in my head in just a second. So, tell you how long ago it's been since I've met her. Um, What's she in? She was. And she is—you will not know. She was on one of the. and um, her name is. I'll, I'll pick somebody else. <laughs>
4: All right.
0: She's off the band. because the name has escaped me, and uh, you—you you caught me by surprise. Um, we'll, Do you know what she was in? I. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, she used to be on the Guiding Light. I can't say the <laughs> name for nothing in the world. But she, right. uh,
9: did she play Reva? Yes. What? Oh. Uh, um, I met her a long time ago. Yes, at the at the uh person. Yeah, when, the uh, Michael Jordan Celebrity Golf Classic. When Michael Jordan used to come to town at the at the Rio. Yes, I have her autograph.
8: Do you know her name? Yeah, yeah,
9: her name is escaping me. I can see her face, but her name is escaping me, but I know exactly who she, who he's talking about. It
0: was very interesting. I had a good time talking to her at the in the in the Hilton that night. So wow. She would be my third.
3: How about a fellow old people? Do y'all remember <laughs> When did some cast from the Young and the Restless come to like the plaza or something back in the day? Does anybody Uh, does that uh, ring a bell for anybody?
9: I know the Celebrity Golf Classic, there were several cast members from the Young and the Restless. I think this
3: was something different though.
8: So, do you want Kimberly Joe Zimmer to go with you to the (laughs) deserted island? Yep, that's
9: it. That's That's her.
3: I don't know what I'm thinking of, but I feel like. For some reason, a cast member of Young and the Restless was at the Plaza Mall for something. But I don't know. Anyway. I
0: don't, rem- I don't remember. I remember a lot of things from from the past. I don't remember that. <clears throat> All
3: right. I might be mixing that up with something else. All right, Victor. We have a lot of prizes left in the treasure chest, including uh, Shirley. You want to run them down with me? Sure. $150 gift card from Ballistic sug Furniture.
9: 12 pieces from Papa John's.
3: $100 gift card from Familia.
9: $100 gift card from Chico's.
3: $100 gift card and gift basket from Beauty Bar Medi Spa.
9: $100 in cash and a t-shirt from Sparky Snowballs.
3: Bud Light fire pit cooler tailgate chair from caroline Eagle Distributing.
9: A pirate fan ga uh, blue <laughs> Let me Try that again. A pirate fan gift basket from UBE.
3: 30-minute stretch assessment and one-hour massage from Bodies and Balance.
9: And a gift basket from the Buck, which includes $100 in cash, a $25 gift card to the Beach Tavern, two tickets to the New Year's Eve party, T-shirts, and an L.A. Rams Aaron Donald jersey.
3: All right, Victor, anything in particular you're hoping to grab here? Uh, I am just happy to get through after after many years. Yes, sir. Okay, 10-4. All right, Shirley do the honors it is an honor and privilege to be with you every day Shirley Rhodes
9: why thank you the
8: next time we do this I'm going to challenge you to get the prize out before the end of the audio soundbite
9: no because then it just ruins the whole ambiance yeah
8: I guess
3: ambiance
9: the ambiance oh this Victor, is goo- do you like to tailgate this is a good one I do well, how about a Bud Light fire pit, cooler, and tailgate chair from Carolina Eagle Distributing? Boom.
0: That is great. I will I will put it to good use.
9: Uh, the fire pit would be good for this time of year for sure.
0: Or so next week, probably, maybe at Christmas. It would be great to have us. It's going to be in the teens. It would be great to have a fire pit at Christmas. We can, not anybody's going to be outside,
3: but uh, it'll be, at least it'll be, if you were, you'd keep you warm. There you yes go. Sir. Victor's fired up. Fired up
9: about it, man. Victor, Victor, He's uh, fired up about that fire pit.
3: Congratulations, man, and uh, thanks for all your support over the years for Pirate Radio. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. Have a great day. All right, you too. You too, Victor. Thank you, Van. Victor. He's in the holiday spirit. I, see, I, I don't air. know
8: who's all gonna be out there but we're gonna fire up i mean it's gonna be a there, christmas time it's gonna be i mean we're gonna light that fire it's it it gonna light be that, cold light that but fire, we got a fire baby. pit yes sir all right
3: the guiding light that was a knew, blast from the past
9: i knew it because of the simple fact that there are very few characters from the guiding light that most people would know and reva is one of them and as soon as he said, got in line, I was like, I wonder if it's Riva because she is, she at that time was the most popular character from that soap opera.
3: I grew up in a um, young and the restless household.
9: I grew, I say I grew up, but I, I'd never watched soap operas until I was in high school because, you know, everybody knows I'm a New Kids on the Block fan. Well, there was a rumor that Joe McIntyre, who was my favorite new kid, uh, was going to do like a guest stint on days of our lives so i started watching it thinking he was going to be on the show and then i got completely hooked and then i got my mother hooked wow and up until probably a year ago she watched that show religiously to the point where she would not allow me to speak to her unless we were in commercial yep
4: (laughs) yeah
8: i mean I, i i grew up in a young and restless um my grandma used to watch it all the time, and uh, she wouldn't talk to you. She would just give you a head and yeah, nod or no, 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 uh, she My mom or would... Or that just... Or I she just would do, put her
9: hand up and say, wait till the commercial break. Hold on, baby. Let's get to the, my
8: program
3: zone. I remember being at my grandparents' and... My granddad would always, like, talk about how terrible of a show it is mm-hmm. and how it's a good junk and garbage, and it would be on the TV every day.
9: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> my grandpa used to
3: say, what's Victor up to now? Yeah.
9: What's he doing now? Yeah, that would I would step away from it for, like, after, once I got to college, you know, I didn't watch it that much, and I would come home, and my mom would watch it, and uh, I'd ask her, I'm like, is Stefano dead yet? And she'd be like, Yeah, he died like six months ago, but now he's back. And I'm like, okay. But Marlena's possessed. I'm like, holy cow, she's been possessed like fourteen times since, you know, I started watching that soap opera. So but the thing is is that you don't even see the soap operas anymore. They don't I don't think they come on regular TV anymore.
3: Mm, I don't know about that. I listen to a What podcast do I do? Oh, I listen to the um Forty Eight Hours Mystery Podcast and they run an ad. Where now you can get Young and the Restless in podcast form every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you can listen to the show that was on that day earlier or whatever.
9: I think they um, stream it somewhere, but I don't think it's on like the uh, regular maybe. TV show. You know, like if you had regular TV, I don't think they show it anymore.
3: I'm embarrassed to say this, but for the last since the commercial break, I've been trying. I'm putting out a tweet. We're doing a watch along Sunday night. It's a big ball game, folks. Mm-hmm. It's like do or die time. Commanders Giants. Chandler and I are gonna be here we'll have giveaways Uh, you can hang out with us Sunday night it's the Sunday night game and watch it Giants at commanders and (laughs) I feel like such an old man I'm having some major (laughs) (laughs) technology issues so I typed in this long tweet and I was like I need a photo to accompany this tweet so I copied um, I copied my tweet that's like eight lines long and uh, okay so i copied that now i need to go off that and i got to find a picture and to do that i'm gonna search twitter i'm gonna search my name and and taylor heineke's name because i remember a tweet that i did during our watch long. all right i found that video so now i'm gonna get that on my phone and take a screenshot of it and then dm myself on twitter that picture (laughs) to post on twitter all right, I did it. I did that. That's fine. So I, I I have my my tweet copied. I paste that. I go to pull up the picture out of the DM and save it, but it wants to save as a, as a JP... JPEG. L- large JPEG. and small. It won't save as a normal JPEG. Oh. It's large and small. And then it, if I save it as that, it won't let me post it on Twitter. Let me take a look at it, Grandpa. So now... <laughs> Now what I've done is I have Oh boy. <laughs> the tweet that I had copied, I've now pasted that Oh my god. into my DMs so I can go to my phone and do it on my phone where I already have the picture. The problem is when oh I go to god, my this DMs, is so much work. I went to my DMs to copy that tweet that i had and it won't let me copy i've been hitting it with my thumb and it won't let me copy it would let me like like it i don't want to like my own dm i want to copy it so i can paste it so now i've got my phone and <laughs> DMing i've got yourself <laughs> my dms here and I've, i'm i'm manually typing in what, on my phone what is on my computer screen just to put up this stupid tweet about the watch along so if i was a little distracted during the victor long call that is why i've been wrestling with this for like 15 minutes now it has been an ordeal mm. i am tired i'm ready to go home i've put in the work today just with this one little situation
8: have you even got to the end of the project no
3: i'm on like the third so you're line. not done yet no i've still got more to do I, by the end of this break i'll have it done <laughs> before we do get a break we have another chad moore poem <laughs>
8: He says this. So here we go for the second time. So now we get my second rhyme. Now it is time to pick up dinner because Tweet and Cheryl's told me she already had a winner.
3: Chad, you are really good at this. That is really good. Chad also says, I know Victor. I've worked with him at Overton's for a long time, so I'm fine with his win. So uh, at least uh, Chad will concede. Usually it's unacceptable. This one he's calling acceptable the victor long win all right uh let's take a break come back i gotta get this tweet out and we'll wrap up the show after this (laughs) let
9: chandler go in there and work on it
1: You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show.
9: Welcome back. It was another rough day for the stock market. The Dow was down 764 points. And finished at 33,202, the NASDAQ was down 360 at 10,810, and the S&P dropped 99 points, finished out the day at 3,895. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing call wells fargo advisors today at 756-6900 in greenville wells fargo advisors llc member sipc now back to the show here's clip
3: wrapping it up on a thursday thanks for tuning in today and uh, thanks to all our great guests we talked to kevin monroe jeff nadu joe Cashin, also holton Nailers, troy d was along for the ride shirley rhodes the man of chan And you for tuning in. And a couple of winners as well, Victor and Tyler. We'll open up the treasure chest coming up uh, on Friday. Stay tuned for that and a whole lot more. We'll talk to you Friday at 3 o'clock on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. So
1: long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.